what is up everybody welcome back to the rc hangout with eric and jeff this is eric and this is the show uh where jeff only likes rc daywoos <laughs> that's his dream car right there uh so 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 we're here this is take number two um we had a little bit of technical issues and ended up losing recording but that doesn't matter we're still here we're gonna do this um it was a good it was i, I was having a good time and uh Absolutely. You know, I, I think we'll, we'll be able to recreate that that magic here uh, going into it. But we have a really cool show for you guys today. We have uh, two really cool people from a new project coming out on May 19th uh, called Flying Cars. It's a really cool uh, film that centers around the RC world or has RC in it as a, as a big part of it. Um, so we have Dave Hill and Trenton Watterson here uh, from Flying Cars. Hello, guys. Thanks for having us, having us. Yeah, having you again. So, um, so uh, you know, we, we I've already asked you some of these questions. So we're just kind of going going to go into it, and, and I kind of want to dive into you know each one of you um, as what you know a little bit about yourself and and your background in RC. We can start uh, yeah, with Dave. Well, my name is Dave Hill. I'm the uh, writer director of this film, and basically, I'm a Southern California native. I've grown up here kind of doing dirt bikes, motocross, BMX, um, RC cars have always been a part of that. My dad, my dad was into RC airplanes growing up. And so I was kind of always into the, the radio control world from that. And a cousin of mine had a really cool car. I saw it when I was like nine or 10 and that kind of sparked my interest in like, Oh, RC cars are a thing. So probably from the age of 12 to 16 or so, I, I had my first Tamiya stadium blitzer. And from there, I went to the uh, low C LXT truck, and those were kind of my first forays into the RC car world. It was just like backyard, you know, bashing stuff, really jumping off, jumping off curbs, kind of making little jumps and stuff. And then I had the uh, the RC car action magazine subscription for like five years, so I, I kind of was introduced by the, to the racing stuff from that, but never really experienced racing. It was just kind of like this thing that was out there. But for me, it was just like you know, my brothers and I playing with RC cars at home. Um, as the years went on, I, I didn't really do much RC car stuff in high school. After college, though, I kind of had a lot more alone time again and got back into it with a uh, Traxxas Rustler. And this is when my jumping started, like, really taking off. My brother and I started building ramps. We built, um, like, a four-foot and a six-foot tall, like, almost like an FMX freestyle motocross size ramps. and really did some, like, kind of major stuff, um, but just for fun, you know, just the two of us kind of screwing around, uh, filming it with our GoPros and stuff. And that was probably, like, 2000. 2009 um so i've kind of always been doing this rc car thing it's more of just a hobby like i would never been to a race before this film was made i'd never been in the racing stuff but i was aware of it like for sure i just was never really that serious about the hobby um flash forward to about 2012 or 13 i was uh doing commercial photography to make a living um, some directing as well i wanted to make my first feature film and I tried this one big script, tried to raise money for it, a big adventure film and kind of flopped. Didn't really go anywhere. It was really hard to raise money for. I gave up on it and I thought, well, what can I write? It's something I can do myself, something I'm really passionate about and something that's kind of like a niche thing here in LA. And I thought, why don't do RC cars? You know, it's something I've always done and nobody's really aware of it, honestly, in the, in the mainstream world. So why not try something that's like a romantic drama with RC cars? So that's kind of what birthed my, uh, you know, this movie a little bit is my just kind of love for the kind of nerdiness, like hobbyist part of this. And then like, what would that be like to kind of jump into the racing part of it as well? So the racing was all just stuff I, I researched while making the film, honestly, and while writing the film. Um, 
yeah, that's kind of my background in Marcy cars. Yeah. And I'm Trent and I produced the film for Dave. To be very honest with you, I didn't really know about this whole world of RC car racing um, and competitive racing uh, before I met Dave. Dave had it all on paper on his script. He, you know, brought me his projects. We had a lot of mutual friends in town and sat down and I just quickly saw that this was just such a cool idea to make such a niche movie around a laser focused hobby. And um, yeah, I just thought this kind of film hadn't been out there before. I thought that it could break through the noise and through my experience in making the film, I learned so much about what it's like to be at the track, what it's like to race. And I've met so many people from the racetracks like JBRL out in Santa Clarita, um, Palm Desert Raceway, I've, you know, the folks at Team Associated, some of the pro racers that supported this film, guys like you with these podcasts. And it's just been a really positive experience. So we're excited to talk to you about this movie. Nice. So, so this movie, and I'm kind of going to take it a little bit of a different direction just to kind of you know, be able to keep it fresh for you guys. I know you guys sat through a little bit of these questions already. But this movie centers, um, other than the RC factor of it, um, it actually centers around uh, a little bit of a love triangle. Um, and that was that was kind of evident through, I, I'm trying, I, this is, you know, I don't want to give any spoilers because I know I hate when, when, when stuff gets spoiled for me, but um, I also have a hard time keeping this in. But it's it's centered around a love triangle. Um, and it's, it's basically a guy who, um, he works uh, for... Uh, a, a media company as well and he's he's kind of trying to do what you're doing um so I, i'm seeing a little bit of that inspiration for that character but <laughs> but where did that where did that inspiration come from for the the triangle for the characters themselves like talk to me a little bit about that well you know a lot of it's autobiographical um at the time you know i was it's almost like a fantasy of like you know i was married and had had two kids well my second my second kid was on the way about to be born when i made this film and so it was like okay what if like what if i got pulled into something away from like this life that pretty much is like predestined for me already like what what could get me out of it and like how could i fall down that path in like, a realistic way you know like I, it wasn't just like one day he sees a girl he's like ah, i'm gonna go for her you know it wasn't like that kind of thing it was like what little tiny bad decisions after another lead this guy down the place I wanted him to end up, you know? And so it was like bit by bit, he kind of let put his guard down and kind of let himself get carried away in that. Um, so it was like, just like a, it was for me, it was like what in me, you know, could like, I could potentially see myself going there if the circumstances lined up in a bad way. And like, how could that kind of wreck, you know, a, a good thing. But see, in this one, I kind of had to make his, his fiance not like the best thing ever. So it was like, a, it was a tough thing. I wanted to make it real and like he loves her, but also maybe it's not the best thing, you know? Um, so it was a very fine line I had to ride with the casting and the writing of like her character and like making the relationship not overly fake and terrible, but like no overly good. It was like, this is kind of this real like messy life that he just, at the end of the day, like wasn't, she wasn't bad. I think at the end of the day, he just like, for whatever reason, didn't want it, you know? And that's kind of a hard place to be for a guy where you're like in a movie, usually you want to wrap up like a good reason for that. And like, he probably, if you asked the character, he wouldn't know. He's like, I just didn't want it, period. Um, and that's, and he probably felt guilty about it and like bad about it. But at the end of the day, I think the only thing he learned was like, you know, I think he had to speak up for what he wants in life um, and just deal with the consequences. Yeah, I think it, there was a really interesting dynamic with, with the main character. Um at least for me, I'm, I'm, I'm a big movie guy. And so I enjoy a good story. I enjoy a good, you know, 
obviously I'm I'm a bi- I'm a big nerd, so I'm I'm into you know your your all your Marvel universe movies, your DC, um, comic books, things like that. But I also really enjoy just just a good movie. Like, tell me a story and tell it well. And I think something that you really had me going throughout this movie was the the main character just having him go through these things where you're just like there's these like I think like in 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 the second act I was sitting there going you know like you're rooting for him but then he does things where you're like oh man like I, I kind of hate you right now but then you're rooting for him so you kind of bounce around and it's like I, I like I really like you and then you're like no I hate you and then you're like and so you're kind of you, you it was a little bit of a roller coaster for me where I'm like like I I don't know how to feel and by the end you know you kind of figure out you know who who where you stand with him but it it was really cool to kind of get get thrown in that in that loop of yeah. <laughs> of a roller coaster i mean some of that's intentional some of it just is like a, a bonus and i think honestly i couldn't have talked about the film the way i talk about it now when i wrote it probably which is interesting you know i think i wrote it with less awareness than i have now of like what was going on inside me when i wrote it um so it's it's actually kind of fun to talk about it now you know 4 years after i wrote it um and see like what really was going on inside me and like I kind of like it more now in a way. Like, I think if you interviewed me in 2016, I'd be like, whatever. I should have had more happen to him or something, you know? Now I'm like, oh, I kind of really get why I wrote it that way. Um, Whether I realize it or not. So I'm glad you liked it. How long did you actually take to write this uh, movie? Um, I think I did the first draft. I write write in the library, the Burbank library. So I think I wrote the first draft maybe like two, two or three months, something like that, maybe less. And then, you know, from there, maybe another three months of kind of like, it was pretty fast. I had the idea in my head. I was just like, I'm just going to write this thing out. Um, and then I think maybe another three months of kind of like tinkering it and playing with it and getting reviews and notes and stuff. But it wasn't too long. My first one I wrote was probably three years. So I was, this one was just like, I'm not going to, I'm not going to do that whole like perfection thing. I'm just going to write my idea out and like, so be it, you know? So, so something throughout the movie um, that I, I really enjoyed was, there was there was a couple moments and you know we've we've talked about this already it's you know take two but you know there's there's moments in the in the movie where you're just sitting there and you're like oh like i like i get like i get that like that's like i get those frustrations with rc's or i get that or i you know when i first started out i made that mistake um you know something like the big thing was uh you know when he's at the hobby shop and he's he's uh you know buying the rc and and he goes in and, and brings in this old you know you know uh, rc from from the 80s and you know then the hobby shop owner's like well you know, well I, I he he sees it and he goes i want this and the hobby shop owner's like are you sure you know and um throughout your writing process or through the movie like you know was it was most of that you or did you have anybody in the industry or in the in the in the hobby world uh help you with that or give you kind of you know as a consultant i guess you could call them um i still like you know, this is, this is what actually happens or this is what not, what, what does it? Um, no, that was all me. Um, interesting. You say that like, because you know, I wouldn't be the kind of guy who'd go in there with my old Sears car, want a battery, then walk out with the $600 one. So obviously this guy wasn't me in every way, you know, it's like, he is way more like unaware about his hobby and how it was developing a little bit. Cause he wasn't a guy who in his past was jumping cars with his brother. He was a guy who in his past, like had a little toy and kind of like, that's all he had. To kind of go off to bring him into this again you know so yeah it just seemed natural like he would go in there like looking for a battery for his, his sears car like who would do that you know like why would you care about that car <laughs> and then he like be like oh rc cars are like way bigger and cooler than i ever thought you know and so his first thought is like the first thing he sees in the window is like this beautiful 
like I had the same experience as a kid too. Like I remember going and seeing my first Traxxas Hawk, Nitro Hawk, and it was like this blue anodized engine. And I, I was a clear shell in the window and like my brother bought it. Like that, that was all it took was like to see that $400, like ready to run car in the, in the window. So I kind of wanted to emulate that a little bit. Like the guy's going to go in there and like, he's going to see something. that's just like, it, it emotionally attaches to him. It's not logical. So when the, the you know, the owner's kind of like, this is a newbie. He's not going to go spend 600 bucks. I'm going to sell him on this $300, like, you know, stadium truck racer. Mm-hmm. He's kind of like, no, no, my heart. So set in that front one on the window. Like, that's what I want. I don't, I don't care about logic or anything. Like I have my wife's or fiance $600 here. Like I want that. I want what I want, you know? So him, he was just kind of like intrigued by the sexiness of that one and didn't know what he was doing. You know, he's like, if I'm going to spend all this money and get in trouble by my fiance, I might as well get the awesomest car I can. So that was his, his reverse terrible logic. Well, it's really funny because, you know, I don't, I don't work at a hobby shop, but I've been, you know, uh, both Jeff and I are sponsored by the same hobby shop and it's maybe 10 minutes from my house. So I'm, I'm lucky enough that I get to go in there and I hang out and, you know, being a driver for the shop, you know, I, I help out and, uh, you know, I, I've done sales for a living for, for years. And so I help out, you know, selling cars and maybe once a month we'll get a guy that comes in there like that. They'll come in with an old bandit. They'll come in with an old Tamiya car. And it's the same thing. Mm-hmm. Can I get some, some new yeah. nickel batteries? Can I get, the, you know, this old, uh, can I get crystals for my receivers, which, you know, I'm not sure how familiar you are with crystals, that, but yeah, yeah but yeah, they come in there asking me for all that stuff. Anymore. Yeah. They, they come in asking for that stuff. And then I'm like, look, man, honestly, like you're, you're not going to get any of that stuff. I, I can point you in the right direction and get this car running. And then immediately they turn around, they see something. And I'm like, if you want to get something, I could show you something new. And their first question is always like, how fast does it go? <laughs> it doesn't matter what car it is. It's always how fast does it go? And can I get, and I'm always like, look, man, let me give you something that's more for something, somebody new. So it, it's just funny. I was sitting there going like, oh my God, I, I can't even count how many times it's happened over at JJ customs where somebody brings in an old car and they end up leaving. And oh, and even to this day, with and I think that's the reason nitro car still is, exists is because people are sitting there going, is it gas or is it electric? And people think, oh, the gas is, gas is the way to go. And I'm like, it's called nitro, but you know. So, so I, I definitely was sitting there like, oh god, like I get that. Like, so that was one of the moments when I was like, come on, dude, like just listen to the guy. He knows what he's talking about. That Pro SE10 is, 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 is a good way to go. <laughs> yeah, you should have, you should have got it, man. You should have got, got it. it. Has fun just cruising around that little brush motor would have been great, but yeah. no, yeah, he, uh, he went for it. Um, go for big one eight scale. Uh, yeah, it's like, you know, let's yeah. go back. So, so something that was big, uh, kind of really evident was the use of, uh, team associated cars. So what, how did that go about? Like talking to, you know, companies or, um, you, you know, obviously you've shot some stuff at a local hobby store and, and the track. Tell me about like, you know, approaching people and what was their, their response to this movie and, and being a part of it? Yeah, it was generally really good. You know, I, I just sent out emails really to like every big brand you think of, you know, the ones you probably are already aware of. Um, and a lot of the big distributors too, like uh, Tower Hobbies and AMA and stuff like that. And everyone was really receptive. I mean, the first thought was like, this is awesome. Like, how can we be a part of it? And it's like, well, you can give us a lot of money. And they're like, oh, cool. Well, good luck. You know, like, <laughs> it sounds cool. Tell us how it wraps up. Um, so, you know, it was, we didn't really raise any money through those brands. I, think, I mean, RC car industry is not that big in the end of the day. You know, I think I learned a little bit of lessons on that, too. It's like the big brands I idolize my mind. You realize these are just like this isn't that big of an industry, you know. So, um, you know, Team Associated was kind of like, we love your stuff. Like, come down to our office and talk to us and, like, see what we can do, you know. So we went down there with the script. They read it. Um, it was awesome to, like, be at the actual headquarters in, like, I think it was Lake Forest, Orange County. 
and get to meet their guys around this like executive table. Like it felt pretty official with RC 10 models sitting around like a, a museum, you know? And as a kid, you know, again, I wasn't a racer, but like I'd seen this stuff in magazines, you know, like I had seen all these racers and like just I'd never been a part of it. So it was cool. And they were like really receptive. They're like, we're going to give you like, yeah, but they have a bunch of like demo kits, you know, so like they'll get like kits that might have one little thing off or something like they just had a bunch of extra like RTR kits. So the, I think it was the RC, RC, was it B3 or B2? I forget. Yeah, I think Two I or three the RTR kits. Well, man. Um, and so we got, they gave us like a bunch of those. They said, you can use our name in the film, you know, here's some posters for you. And they also hooked us up with uh, Jake Mayo, one of their drivers. Um, so he and Cameron Neff, another guy, um, were kind of the main drivers for the film. So yeah, they were uh, super supportive. And the hobby shop we shot at was, um, I think it was Pacific Coast Hobbies. It was over in Torrance. We called a couple of them. Really, we wanted like a, the right feel, you know? So some hobby shops, I just weren't the right look. Um, we love, we shot the whole thing, the race thing at Hot Rod Hobbies, but they have a very clinical looking um, hobby shop. It was like just all white. I mean, if you're like into RC cars, it's perfect. It's all just the best, most tricked out kits and parts. <laughs> it's like no nonsense. Yeah. But like, we want a little bit of that clutter feel you know the classic like, like airplanes yeah. hanging in the background like yeah. stuff i grew up with you know like just it's a little cluttered it's kind of like you might discover some rockets in the back oh cool you know like <laughs> that's part of the experience for me you know it's like that kind of like exploration aspect so they were really cool pacific coast and i think the owner of that was the guy with the rad t-shirt in the hobby store um he had a little cameo but yeah we shot there for a day you know didn't have to pay him anything and so we kind of like we didn't get a ton of money from their industry, but like we got a ton of support. Like we kind of got access to anything we needed to make it happen. Like the race, the JBRL race league, let us shoot the hot rod hobbies. They let us shoot at Palm desert RC and Victorville. We kind of got to piece together a lot of that stuff through access um, given by them. So, so yeah, cause so we were, we were talking earlier about um, like the track days itself. Like I know, I know that you, there was uh, there were some moments that were filmed with an empty track where you know he was coming in during his lunch hour. I'm guessing that was just like, you know, on a weekday when there wasn't a race going. But but there was there was a a big crowd uh, for some of the scenes where it was you know you could see people wearing their like pro shirts or whatever, their sponsored shirts. Um, and um, so tell me tell me about that, like, cause I I'm really interested to hear how some of these like racers kind of took to you kind of coming in and filming <laughs> during their race days. Yeah. Um... I mean, that's, that's a huge part of it. Like we wanted these races to feel exciting and real and like packed, you know, and like we couldn't afford to like prop it out ourselves. So part of the schedule of the whole shoot was based on, there was three big events in our 18 day window, luckily, which is pretty rare. I mean, Southern California obviously is a great place to get a diversity and variety of like events all in two, three week window. Um, so we shot, I think they were like, they were all definitely part of the JBRL, Jimmy Babcock's racing league. And I think one or two of them might've been like an offshoot of that or something, but um they were all like full-on big events the ones you see in there um with the big factory teams out there i mean all the major guys were out there um and they were all taking it very seriously and so you know the owners of the track the runners of the races like they're kind of like yeah you have access to like the pit area you know interview people like but when it comes to racing like you have to kind of like we're racing everyone here is serious put a lot of money into this like you can't get in the way really so most of the time we were just kind of like shooting around you know with our actor just kind of walking through the pit and stuff and then picking up shots of him talking like a different part of the track you know and so we kind of like faked it with a lot of like trickery like that um the racers themselves were like totally fine like most of them were kind of like oh what are you doing and we told them they're like cool you know but as long as we kind of stay out of the way um on a couple of the uh, hot rod hobbies days they gave us like 30 minute access in the middle of the race day to like shoot some scenes on the track and that was like super stressful because you know 30 minutes goes by like fat and see so you like have 30 minutes the race is done they're kind of watering the track you throw your actors up there in the podium 
you have a couple cars up there. You have to like have the cars like do something on the track, you know, with a storyline, you know. So if the car crashes, we have to like, have our actual car crash in the right spot. It was just like, you know, it's how stunts are. It's like it never goes right the first try. So you have like a couple takes on it, and then like all of a sudden they're coming back. Like, hey guys, got a race, you know, like you guys have three minutes, and it's like ah, <laughs> and you leave, and you're like, well, we got what we got. So we have to go back on like you said a weekday and like pick up the little tiny pieces and shots later, you know, when the track's empty. But that was super stressful trying to get all that with very little time and be respectful of everybody. But everyone was super cool with it. I just, it's, you know, they're, these guys are like pros. They're like, they got their stuff to do. So, um, yeah, it was just a little bit of give and take there. But it worked out. Gotcha. Um, there, there was one scene at one of the big race days when, when he goes in. And um, I'm guessing this wasn't uh, obviously during, during an actual race, but where he actually sets his car down and gets ready to race and it just it doesn't go his way you know there, there's there's some carnage with the car um uh-huh. how were how did how did folks kind of react to that because that, that's kind of i i don't know if how much you guys really told the people about the film but i think you know sitting on that driver's stand like watching this going on i'm like you know like wait, what's going on i i think i think it'd be really interesting to hear what they had to think about that but you know how from you what you saw there you mean like the actual people watching well yeah because it looked or? like I don't, there was cars going because it was like a he he entered the race and you know then uh, he lined up and there was a couple cars with them um so you I, like what did you tell people there like hey we're just gonna film this race and then this guy's gonna like just crash and burn or like how did that anything. go so like that was the thing they gave us they gave us 30 minutes right so Beforehand, we picked, like, five drivers. I think we got, like, five guys, a couple of them associated, a couple of other guys. We're like, yeah, we'll, we'll put our cars in this mock race for you, you know? And so I told them, I said, you guys just need to, like, race. Pretend you're racing. Like, don't do anything different. Just race. And our guy's going to do, like, what's the thing we need him to do, you know, for the story. I, I think it was either me or Cameron. I think I might have been driving for a lot of that stuff because, like, I had in my head, like, what the car needed to do, like, for the story. And, like, we didn't have enough time to, like, really – train our driver to like do it again you know so i'm just like i had to kind of go for it so i'm like yeah he has to crash in the first turn and the second turn he's got to spin around just kind of like screw it up by the third turn he's done you know that kind of thing so like i kind of think i was driving in the dp cameraman i was just like just roll man and like point the camera out there and like hopefully it'll be cool you know so the drivers the race car guys don't know anything they're just like they're just driving the track they're just racing you know and the audience is kind of like they're at a 30 minute break some people are watching not knowing what the hell's going on and here I am, like, driving my brand-new buggy, like, straight into a wall on purpose, you know? And so <laughs> I'm just, like, I hope it doesn't break an A-arm in that first hit because I have, like, three hits, and they, we have, like, one or two cars ready to go, and that's it, you know? Um, so that, that was super stressful. You, so you shoot the cover to the track, then you get your, like, your three or four shots. You're like, I hope to God that works. And then, like, you point it back at the, the race car drivers, and you're like, all right, guys, you're racing, and go. So everyone's taking their racing, you know? And then you get the actor, you're like, right, and you crash, you know? And the actor, like, reacts to it. And then it's like, all right. You're pissed now he puts the car back and you're back again you know so you have to like call it out but the the, the guys who are the race car drivers i just said guys just ignore me and just do your thing you know and what kind of me and the actual have a thing around you so but again we had like, like such little time it was like uh miserable looking back that was stressful so it's funny you actually brought up uh, one of the one of the fan questions that i i wanted to get to as well um i, I know you, you you talked about having like the b2s and the b3s um the rtr cars but for the RC8, did you have? Uh, I know you say you have two or three cars, but did you have like a stunt RC8, like duplicates, like in the like Fast and the Furious, where you have you know ten of the ten of Dom's chargers? Did you have that, or did you just have parts and and who fixed it if it broke? Like I, that's, oh, I'm gosh. curious about that. Um, yeah, you, we had a huge team for that. No, we didn't. Um, <laughs> I think they gave us. I want to say they gave us four four complete cars. I think one of those four had something wrong with the receiver, so it was like kind of three and a half, and we had a fifth one for like parts, kind of. 
So we had like really two like hero cars that were like perfect. And the rest were, had like everything had a little something off. I think they gave it to us because they were like, you know, cars that were like either returns or something was off, you know. Um, and that was kind of it. So I would say on any given day, we had like a max of like two cars that were there and we could just swap the shells, you know, if we had to. Um, so we had a couple duplicate shells and we had like three of our hero shells, but we kind of had to use the right one depending on like how much damage had been done to it in the scene before, you know, and we had like one or two hero shells, I think for the girl's car. Um, we kept, it was nice because we kept the cars exactly the same. So we could swap wheels for the girl and the guy's car. We could like, you know, be a little creative there, but that was the thing. Like some of these jumps are pretty big. Like we're jumping some pretty big stuff and you know, one bad take on that and the arm snapped or like, I mean, worse, like. I'm not going to get too into the last scene, but like, honestly, the last scene, we broke both cars that day. One of them was just completely unusable. I mean, just the whole chassis is bent, but, you know, completely bent. That was a massive jump. And the other one, we broke the whole, like, front. I mean, there's a scene at the end, they're, like, fixing stuff in a hotel room, and, like, that's all real. Like, that stuff was destroyed that day. So I think now, we got to do a reshoot. We had to do a pickup shot. So, like, after the whole film, like, it was all just, like, chaos. You know, all the cars were wrecked. It was all me. It was just me on the set doing this. Like, even the pro guys, like, weren't really that involved and so i'm trying to direct uh, do all this stuff to the actors and all of a sudden i'm like trying to fix the a-arm real quick you know and the actors and crew are like what's with this guy he's kind of crazy <laughs> um so by the end like i think now we have one car that works still i piece it together from like all five parts you know and we have like one car it's like halfway there and the rest of them are just like gone to shit like destroyed you know um so <laughs> yeah in theory it would be great to have 10 cars and like a bunch of crew just fixing them nonstop, but we just did not have that so yeah, yeah, yeah that, that that final scene again. I don't want to give anything away, but I know I know all the hardcore RC guys, especially the ones that are you know. I don't know that an RC eight is really is really the car that I would bash with, <laughs> no. but there was it, that last scene. You know, the big RC scene definitely had me kind of doing one of these where I was covering my covering my eyes with my hand, but kind of peeking through because I was like, oh, what's gonna happen? And and I know like especially like thinking you know movie wise like you know in in a perfect world that was one take but you know if you had to do it more than once you just, i think i would sit there and kind of you know cry every time i hit the throttle on that car uh for that last well, scene let me, let me tell you something about that last scene i'm not gonna give away what happens obviously but i will say i was fully prepared to take the movie any direction that scene ended up put it that way <laughs> we had we had two cars that day and you know with that kind of jump like every take you lose a car pretty much like really unless yeah. unless you know and so I was like, you know, if it if it happens, cool. That's the direction of that scene. If it doesn't, that's the direction of the scene. And so, yeah, I just didn't have a choice. I kind of had to go with the flow there a little bit, you know. We have about 30 minutes for that total in two cars. And luckily, Cameron, the driver, like, nailed it both times. Like, thank God, like, he hit that jump straight on twice. Um, that was a big approach, you know. Was, the ramp was, like, four feet. It wasn't that wide. Um, right. I have a funny story. This is – I didn't tell this before. This is a funny story of that day. So – you know, like my big goal at Vans is this big jump contest, right? And so I wanted this like freestyle motocross size jump, right? Like the biggest jump possible. And so we actually I hired a freestyle motocross guy to bring his ramp out there. Like he had the whole set, the landing and the whole intro, everything, right? And he was coming from San Diego. We like paid for it and everything. And like, I kid you not, the, the night before he goes, hey guys, like I can't come or some bullshit. And I was like, this is like a big scene, you know? And we're in Victorville wow. at a hotel. It's like me and like a crew of like 10 or something. I was like, holy shit, like, this is, what, what are we going to do, you know? So, like, I literally called my, like, production designer, and this is, like, one of his first days on the job, God bless his soul. And I was like, man, 
like we have to go to Home Depot at like 5 a.m. tomorrow and like we have to buy wood. We have to go make a jump and we have to hire someone on Craigslist to like help us. So like literally that night, our producer, <laughs> one of our PAs was like on Craigslist trying to find a dude, literally just like handyman needed for tomorrow at 5 a.m. to build a jump. And so like, we found a guy and my production designer and me all went to Home Depot. I mean, this is like one of the, this is how stressful this movie was. The, the day of this big jump contest, went to Home Depot, filled up our production van full of wood and built those jumps that morning just to drag them out there. <laughs> you have 30 minutes to shoot our two cars. That whole day is like, I think back to it. I'm just like, I can't believe I lived. Like, I would never want to repeat that day. You mean you didn't just go to a construction site and just grab some, <laughs> some wood from there? <laughs> uh, yeah. Our thing, no, we're actually legit about it. We actually pay for the damn wood. And so those were built morning. And we left them there. We're just like, we just left them. <laughs> that was a disaster. I can't believe we got that stuff. I mean, if you guys didn't know, it was, it was miserable. But it was That's fun. Great. Yeah. And- Looking back. I'm I'm sure it's 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 a hectic world trying to trying to get a vision out there. But something and I brought this up in the first take, but but one of the shining moments in this movie for me and in you know, it's just it was my favorite was uh the announcer at the last scene. Um wh- where did you guys find this guy? Because I, I loved his little like quirkiness, his little it, it was just funny. Um I was I was hoping it was someone from from uh from the track, but l- let me know about that guy. No, Kenlin, Kenlin Clark. He's a buddy of mine. He's a film director. Um, and you know, we only had the budget to like really cast our three heroes. Everybody else was like, "Hey, man, can you come out and do this role real quick?" Um, so for him, it was like I just wanted this kind of cheesy, like cheesy classic announcer quality. You know, I didn't want like an actual you know racer guy who wouldn't give much personality to it probably. So I just knew he he kind of fit the bill about any direction. I gave him his lines, and he just like took charge of it. You know, so I think he was half. A good role, but half I needed him just to like direct the actual actors, you know, or the the crowd in the scene itself. So yeah, it was just a friend. It was fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I definitely loved He's him. He's not an actor. He, he was great. Yeah. I, I, I think awesome. it, it kind of reminded me of those, um, you know, those old skate movies where you know you you have the announcer for like the big pro am or whatever it is at the end of uh-huh. the movie. So it kind of had Sunday, that vibe Sunday, to it. Sunday, we're all down the track today. Yeah. You know, like. you know, so it was it was really cool. I was I was sitting there laughing. You know he. He was a really big shining moment for me in the movie. Yeah. Um, as I far think as one thing himself. about Dave's humor as a writer, and then you know what he put on screen is like he does have these like moments of levity in the movie that are a little random in just these random places that kind of take you out of some of the you know tensions between this this antihero and like the mistakes he's making, and just give you kind of like a laugh out loud moment, like the wedding cake tasting moment you know, in the bathroom or, yeah. or like the Brian Lutz guy, like we're talking about, you know, at the track, like that, those moments are really fun um, throughout the film. Yeah. That, that yeah, one hit close to home. Definitely comedy, but I'm glad you got some fun out of it. Yeah. The, 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 the <laughs> so wedding cake one, that, that definitely hit close to home. Cause I'm in the middle of planning my wedding. <laughs> and I looked, I literally turned to my girlfriend and said, like I, this man, this is this might be a movie about me, <laughs> because because I, I she it, finished it. She's like, I hope not. She's and yeah. she was she was like, no, I would never bring bring the, the cake. But and I was like, no, you're you're pretty much like that. That's what you know. Luckily, I was like, you're in Darcy too, so we don't have anything to worry about. But <laughs> but it was just funny. I I was that was that was a good moment for me. Yeah, I think like metaphorically, when we were going through the script, like there was this this conversation we had about how the the walls are closing in on him. And how do you, how do you tell that story for someone who's like, you know, kind of stuck and wanting to just get out of where he's stuck and escape and, and get that freedom. You, you want to do these little tricks like that story wise to have the walls close in on him. He's like, he can't even, he can't even get privacy in the bathroom. Right. That's a great example of that. 
Yeah, and I think I think it's pretty cool because they're. I mean, a lot of this won't hit close to home for like people where they are now, and because a lot of people that are going to watch this are, you know, they've been in the hobby for years. But there's a lot of elements to it that are like when you first started, like there was a lot that like this is this is how it went, you know, going through to the hobby shop or, you know, trying to make that investment into RC because it's it, it's expensive to be in this hobby. Um, so I think you guys did a really good job, um, in that in that like there are a lot of moments that hit close to home even though he's new, uh. To the hobby and i think a lot of the the, the guys that have been in this long term are gonna enjoy that side of it as well yeah it's awesome Definitely. i mean it's a tough sell you know like even even just a normal dude a normal girl who has nothing a good relationship like it's kind of like hey i want to get a car oh cool like how much do they cost you're like oh it's like it's like it's like 600 bucks plus the, you know it's like what i thought you mean like like a toy car you know so i think it's a little bit of like you almost would want to hide it you know it's like it's almost embarrassing for like a grown man to approach like his wife or girlfriend and be like hey i want to do this hobby you know and if you know some relationships are way more open and loose but some aren't you know and this is kind of like the one that wasn't and yeah i i remember feeling the same way of being married and being like i'm gonna buy rc car for a couple even a couple hundred bucks was like okay <laughs> you know like yeah. that's a thing i um, guess Eric, you and i are pretty lucky on that uh I, yeah, I well, I don't know. I you you've seen what I've how I've been the last the last couple of weeks, so I'm, yeah, I'm I'm pushing it. I'm pushing it right now. Get off here pretty soon. I yeah, I, I'm keep, sure it's coming. Hey, look at this. Hey, look at this. Yeah, no, I'm I'm literally in the process of building like you drive too when we go down here. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's literally me right now. Ride, the more they're into it, the more you can buy more. You know, it's like you want to get them into it, so. They're on no. board with your purchases. Well, no, it's funny because I think when I first got into the RC world, I was maybe like. 19 or 20 years old and Kendra and I had been dating for about a year and a half or two years so we, we were still kind of in the dating phase so she wasn't necessarily involved in my finances you know I we weren't there yet um and so you know I, I bought my first one and it was probably like a 200 dollars car and and just today we were we were kind of uh redoing the the, the studio area because uh, we have a, a guy coming tomorrow to check things out but um she <laughs> she was helping me organize it she was just like jesus like how did it get so bad like there there's cars everywhere there's cars here there's cars there and i'm like i don't know and um i I saw a funny post that was like you know there there's there's like four cop outs or something like that where it's like you either say you won it in a raffle you got it for a really good price or i've had it for a long time baby how have you not noticed and so you know i'm like well i'm starting to run out of uh, (laughs) out of those excuses so i'll be I'll be cut off here pretty soon. I'm, I'm, yeah, yep. but you know what? Spe- speaking to that, though, we've had we've seen a couple comments on our social media about, you know, oh, man, I don't know. Maybe my girlfriend will watch this with me or whatever. And I really I really do. But then on the flip side and at the same time, we've seen comments where it's like girls would never be doing that at the track. And, and perhaps that's true. Like that's a pretty narrow idea to put out there that this this character, Rachel Carhart, is, you know. A super pro racer you might not see that all the time at the track but what's what's really cool is that this is a movie you can watch with your with your girl with your fiance with your wife and girlfriend and like i think that that's really great because like we definitely wanted to invite all audiences in you know and not like isolate this and just make this a guy only type of film you know yeah definitely so I think, hopefully we did that yeah you guys you guys did do a lot of really good stuff with this because um it this was that kind of movie for for me where i could you know as soon as I told Kendra about it, she was like, oh, God, like an RC movie. Like, are you kidding me? Like, yeah. like our movie nights are the one night that I like I don't have to hear about RCs because she's into it. But she's like, you know, like, I don't really care what ESC or what thing just came out, you know. So I, that's that's what I have Jeff for. Jeff's my my RC wife. So I can, I can text him and say this is this new thing is coming out. But no, she right. she she was a little bit hesitant about it. And, um, you know, kind of watching the trailer, um, 
I was really interested. It got to the point where I said, like, look, we're, we have to watch this movie two days earlier than we thought. And she was like, okay, fine. I showed her the trailer and I said, like, T- tell me what you think. Tell me what you think. And she, she, she was very interested. And we'll talk about the trailer in a bit because I have a couple uh, of questions on that as well. But she was like, okay, I'm interested. And, and she kind of, I, I read her, uh, your website actually gave the description was what sold her on it because she was like, okay, like, I think I could. I could see that. And so it, I, it was a movie that we, we, we watched together. She ended up enjoying it um, as much as she could enjoy an RC movie. You know, I, I think she enjoyed the, the, the romance side of it, but uh, she didn't really care for the RC stuff just because it's <laughs> RC. But she yeah. sat there going, uh, I think, for the last scene, like similar to me, because she knows now she knows the investment <laughs> that I have. And she's like, yeah, uh, I'm not, thank you for not being into, awesome. into jumps. flying in the air right there. Yeah. <laughs> But no, it was definitely every, every guy's a question. You know, that girl isn't at the track when you go, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, no, no, no everyone's girlfriends are going to be at the track. Just yeah. sure. Well, it, I, I like it. I think I think where and I've seen some of the comments where like, oh, like my wife and this and that, whatever. But I think what what will connect with a lot of the RC wives is they're going to turn around and go, see, you don't have to sit there and paint your car behind your car like behind your real car i let you do this i let you so i think that it'll totally. hit it'll, it'll definitely hit home and where where a lot of rc wives are going to be like see at least you know it could be worse i could i could be me or you know what i mean so so i think i think you guys yeah. you know I, I think this could be a, a movie for the rc wives out there <laughs> to, to that's good that's good we have a valentine's day pack next year you know like a, yeah special life promotions for like the girls yeah there you go <laughs> We should um, put that on the on the banner next week with the picture. We'll put a movie quote or a review quote that says, "Your wives will tell you at least your life could be worse." <laughs> <laughs> that's, how, that's our marketing campaign next there week. You <laughs> nice. uh, there you go. There was a lot of that. There was a lot of that here, and she, where she was just like, "Well, you know, I, 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 you don't have to hide this in your lunch hour. You don't have to do this." Where she, she's like, <laughs> "Just don't tell me how much it costs. Just get it. You know, as long nice. as the bills are paid." You could do whatever you want. So that that's right. kind of that's my argument. So, uh, yeah, there, this was a I, I think it'll resonate well with RC wives out there and girlfriends. Good. Nice. Yeah. Good. Already here. So, so I want to talk about the trailer a little bit. We've already talked about it. Um, I think the, the trailer was is an interesting bit because I, I don't think it, it, it it's different from a lot of trailers we see, obviously, from from bigger productions where you know maybe like you're and i'm bringing up avengers because you know we, we talked about that but like where you know it, it paints a story and something that i i didn't get to kind of hit on, on on our first take was um it, it was it had a little bit of a, a of a fresh breath of air in the sense that it didn't give away the movie because that i think that's 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 really kind of a thing nowadays where you know and this is you know I don't, everybody uh, an example that everybody will know is like the new Fast and Furious movie coming out where, you know, you see Han alive, you know, I don't, I don't know how familiar you guys are, but I know everybody out in the RC world, at least where we are, knows uh, yeah. Fast and Furious because we, who alive? Uh, we're who? Han, where you see you, Han? The, the, the guy that died uh, at in Tokyo Drift and got brought back. Asian guy. You know, it's the only one I never finished is Tokyo Drift. I've seen them all, except for I never finished Tokyo Drift. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow, I think we're going to have to end this interview here, because in the RC back. world... The end of the movie now. <laughs> ah. Well, well in, in, in the RC world, I, I think at every event, there's always Fast and Furious quotes being thrown out, so I think that's kind of the one movie that people get. But, like, to that point is where things are 
just spoiled in the movie. And I, I think this this trailer was was different, and it was one. So so let me let's talk about that because like you're not you know Marvel Studios, you're not you know Universal, where you have this big team right. of people. What what was your mindset going into that trailer, like putting it yeah, out well, to the so world? It's funny. Um, you know, the trailer was made before the film was even done. I made that like look at the date on it. It was right after we finished our first walk of 18 days of shooting and so i needed something to like start helping to like get some excitement out there and kind of show people what we had done pretty quickly and that was more of just like a, a teaser trailer of like here's just like action energy and excitement all wrapped up in like some really cool montage images um and then it just kind of sat there as we like worked in the film and finished it over the next year or two and by the time it was like ready to like maybe think about a real trailer like i was either a insecure about the actual scenes or b i just kind of like I was okay with it. Like, I liked the the pacing. I think it showed, like, weird romance, weird RC car jumping. It just kind of, like, showed the elements that were in there. And I was like, beyond that, like, if you're not interested in off this, then, like, you probably won't be interested in the movie. And, like, I think, like, hearing the people talk and, like, a little melodramatic scene isn't going to, like, put you over the top, you know? Like, it would actually maybe detract from, like, the vibe I was going for in that teaser. So, in a way, like, the teaser was, for better or worse, I think all I wanted people to kind of know about it and, like... Yeah, and kind of take a chance, you know, because what I didn't want to do is scare an RC car guy off with, like, some romance stuff um, for the most part. So I think I just gave enough to, like, hopefully tease. Like you said, even your wife saw something in there that she was maybe, yeah. oh, there's some romance for some actual non-RC car stuff. Like, you know, like, people are on a hotel bed kissing. Like, what is this? You know, like, that kind of stuff where I just feel like I wanted to kind of mix it up. And, like, that's all I feel like I needed, you know. I don't think it was needed much more than that to kind of sell it, especially to RC car enthusiasts. So... I mean, I'm all, if someone wanted to come in and spend a lot of money and, like, re-edit it, like, without me being involved and, like, do a great job, like, that'd be awesome. But we just didn't have those resources at this point. And I just didn't have the, the vision for something different. So there it is. <laughs> one, th one thing that people also don't really know yet, I don't think we've really, like, published this, but the movie is actually coming out on Tuesday in 63 countries. And oh, so, wow. you know, for, for what it's worth, I guess this trailer is really translatable in three, 63 different countries because everyone gets the music and everyone can get the shots, you know? So, like, maybe it's kind of smarter for that, for the international release to yeah, have a trailer that... It's like looking at a painting. You can sort of draw your own conclusions until you, you know, talk to the artist. Yeah. So. I don't I don't think... Uh, we even knew 63 countries. I, yeah, I we are. Yeah. It's a, Yeah, it's a pretty big deal. That's I mean, big. when you consider, you know the movie of this size so we are yeah we launch tuesday may 19th um apple itunes amazon google play in 63 countries and those are scattered all over there's north america south america europe uh india middle east the uh, south asian pacific area i think south africa right dave like yeah that's crazy. Yeah, there's, a, there's a big industry in south africa actually so i don't even yeah. think i can name 63 countries that, that's awesome no. that's amazing <laughs> i couldn't i couldn't either and half of them are just like uh, yeah. I go back and watch uh, Animaniacs. They've got that song. Hey. With all the country. <laughs> yeah, I, I like that song because yeah. I, I like it. I I only know the part where they bring up my country, where they're like they say Guatemala, and I'm like, oh, I, that's yeah. my country, and then I don't remember <laughs> the rest. Guatemala? I, I was there like yeah. three years ago. Oh, nice. Yeah, I'm, four years ago, maybe four years ago. Hundred percent Guatemalan. From? I'm from. Well, my family is from uh, a little bit closer to the Salvadorian border, um, but my family currently lives in in the city, so in in the capital. But nice. um. Yeah, it's it's called Jutiapa, Tezcatempa, but it's yeah we're really close to Salvadorian. So when people listen to me talk, they they're confused because they can't tell if I'm Salvadorian or or Guatemalan because it's kind of like in the middle, a little bit more towards Guatemalan, of course. But yeah, that's 
that's that's where I'm from. <laughs> cool. Nice. Awesome. Yeah. Um yeah, so but this trailer, um, and this is something I, I hit on earlier too, is is it, it left you kinda wanting more in a good way. Because and this is something I not just myself, I've heard many people say where the second time you watch it, you notice something that you might have not noticed in the first place. Like, you know, and, and it's not always RC related. Sometimes it's like like um something I've heard, like you watch it and then the second time you're like, Well, like why why is the, the girlfriend like why is she why is she filming herself? Why is there music? Why like what's this? And it it doesn't paint a full picture of the movie, but it gives you a good enough taste to where you're just like, What what what's going on here? Like I need to know more. I need to go to this website. I need to find more clips. I need to so it, it does its job really well at that. And I think that's that's what got me because I was sitting there, I watched it when you guys sent us the uh the when I first heard about you guys, immediately typed in flying cars in Google. Um and then you guys sent us the you know the press release and the 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 trailer and so I watched the trailer and I was you know I, I watched it a couple times because that's that's just a habit I do because I, I I'm you know I do movie reviews for a different podcast and so it's just a habit where I watch the trailers again and try to find you know maybe Easter eggs or whatever it may be um and just watching I'm like okay I need to know more so then you get into this deep dive this this snowball effect of of okay I'm gonna go on their Facebook I'm gonna go on their website I'm gonna oh there's another clip I'm gonna watch that or I'm gonna watch this and it like I said earlier it got to the point where you know, we, I think you guys contacted us on, on like a Wednesday or something like that. And, um, I had planned with Kendra to watch it on a Saturday night. And by the time I had done all this, it was Thursday night. And I said, you know what? Nope. I'm watching this movie tonight because I need to know what happens. I need to know. And now I, and you know, I, I thank you guys, but I also kind of, you know, I, I hate you guys for a second because now I have this, this movie that I've watched and I've got people like tell me, Hey, how can I watch this? What can I, and they're, they're asking me questions and, you know, even when um, you know, our friends uh, uh, Harley Designs and Scale Builders get the, they had their their um, their live stream that they do every Wednesday. They were talking about it, and I had people asking me like, "What happens? What's this? What's that?" And I'm sitting there like, I can't spoil it, but like, oh, you guys got to watch it. Like, it's it, it's really cool. So uh, you gotta it, wait, gotta wait. Yeah, you gotta wait. But it's it's soon, definitely man, soon. It's definitely a movie that it's it's a good watch. It, it's it's definitely. Uh, if you're an RC guy, you're gonna like it. Your your wife is gonna like it. Um, it's just gonna be a good movie. Uh, I, I, I'm excited to, to see what people think. But I have a couple questions here that were some of them are, are from us, some of them are from you know some people like you know fans that have just have curiosity. But um, I'm gonna kind of shoot them at you. And I, I gave you a warning about the first. The first one's for me, just because I I and I've been asked this already, but. I know folks are going to want to know. This is the RC Hangout. This is what we talk about. Let's talk about the RC8 itself. What, 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 go through some specs of that, what you know. Because, I mean, I'm guessing for the most part it was, it was, uh, you know, associated parts. But, but did you guys upgrade anything like ESC, the, 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 uh, motor, the servos, or what? Who, who built that and um, what, what was that about? It was, uh, it was just, it was an RTR B2. I think it was a B2, actually. I don't think it was even a B3, even though I think we say that in the film. I think we got that wrong. Um, I'm pretty sure it was a B2. And no, it was like full on RTR stock um, at that okay. point. Like there was no real motivation for us to upgrade, especially since we needed to keep, we needed to have four or five consistent cars in the interior. Because we show a lot of times he's fixing the cars. We need to see the battery had to be consistent, which is also a pain in the ass. Battery, the charger, um, I mean, obviously the controller had to be, that's the other thing too. We had four, you know, RTR controllers that aren't great, but like 
we just needed swappable stuff, you know? And so to upgrade and like start spending money on that for really no reason, I mean, it would have been nice for like the jump at the end to go an extra 15 miles per hour faster. Like if we had, you know, put a different motor in there and a different battery, I think we would have got a different result. But I think overall, I was just kind of like, this is fast enough for like the jumps we're trying to do. Um, and again, it was just a cost thing. And, you know, at some point, like I didn't want to spend any time, money, like redoing all that stuff. So I just keeping it consistent was what we did. So it was all just a stock. It was the stock um, RTR motor, speed control, transmitter, everything. Gotcha. Um, so this one, we kind of have already hit on it, but I told him I would give him a little shout out because he was the first person that asked the question. So Craig Banks actually asked me um, why pick RC as a theme? Because I know you said you had another movie that didn't, maybe didn't do so well. Um, what was, I guess I'll, I'll change it up for him. Like, what was the definitive moment that, that told you, like, I, I like, like, was it like after you were reading, but that told you that RC was the way to go? Like, was it mid writing or, you know, was there, was there a moment of light bulb? Like, this is going to work. Um, I wouldn't say it's weird. I don't think I had a moment. It was almost just like a given. It was like, it wasn't like a revelation or anything. It was just like, I kind of always knew I wanted to do, I mean, I was filming RCs and my brother for years for fun. And I just always thought, I loved, I loved just the idea of like more cinematic approach to RC cars. And so when I just decided to make this new movie in like 2000, I think like around 14 or something, when I kind of decided I'm gonna make a new film and write something or maybe 15, um, it was a no brainer. Cause I, I would love to do like a motocross movie someday. I'd love to do like something like that, but that's just a different level of like production you, you needed, you know, like actual dirt bikes, actual BMX riders, like the RC cars, or it's like a way to do that kind of movie, but like without needing the actual stuntmen, you know? And so for me, it was like a no-brainer. It's like, no one's ever done this. I've never seen an RC car movie. And it's a niche that I know, but I can kind of get into the racing thing and kind of enjoy that new process. I can sh I can jump and shoot jumping as good as anybody out there. Like, I knew that because I'd already pro proven that with my brother. And so I was like, yeah, I was just, you know, they all added up my head like one night. I was just like, yeah, like, do we can shoot like jumping over a house in a feature film romantic drama, like with RC car, I was just like, whoa, like no one's seen this kind of weird thing. So I was like, yep, yeah, that's it. I'll just do it and like make it happen. And obviously it was a lot harder than I thought it was gonna be, but in my head, I was like, this is like an easy no brainer, like RC cars, romance, done. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I mean, I've always loved RC cars and always had them around. So it was, I, I understood them and understood the challenges that were gonna be there. Um, so it wasn't like I was jumping into some totally new industry or anything, you know? Gotcha. At least with the cars themselves. Yeah. So, so my next question, um, and I know you, you know, the premiere's kind of been, you know, a little bit of a setback. Uh, and there's, I think you, you guys had a, a premiere last June um, that was uh, at the Chinese theater, you said earlier. Um, but before that, did you, like, so I know you had help from, like, the, 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 like, hobby shops and Team Associated. Did you show this to anybody in the RC world once it was done? Or, and kind of, like, gauge how they were feeling about it or did you just kind of just say you got to wait till the premiere um yeah wait till the premiere i i, don't, I mean i don't want to sound like an asshole but like I, I don't care what they thought about it really in terms of like the final edit you know i hope mm -hmm. they all love it now that it's done yeah but in terms of like getting feedback beforehand like there was like i don't want that that input you know because they have very different priorities you know like yeah. whether their car looks good or whatever and like the last thing i wanted to do is like add a different cook into the whole equation before I was, you know, unfortunate and I were like gave it the final edit. So yeah, the first time I think Sean Island from um Team Associated came with his whole family. A bunch of other guys came too to the premiere. So that was the first time they had seen it. Um and honestly at that point, that was kind of it. We did a couple other screenings at 
we're kind of outside of the industry area. And other than that, like this is like the first time people are actually going to see it. So no one really knows. Yeah. It's like a handful of RC car enthusiasts <laughs> have seen it and that's it. Yeah. Wow. In fact, for us, like the most important thing or like the biggest help that anyone could give is like just to wherever you watch the movie, whether it's Apple iTunes or Amazon or Google Play, like take that minute just to rate it and maybe just write something down your reaction and be honest and rate it honestly. But that would, you know, that's the only other thing that can help just sort of push this thing around a little bit, you know, because, you know, the Facebook page only does so much. But, yeah, we'll we'll be really curious next week to see kind of how this thing creeps or grows or like if that happens or not you know i guess that's just part of like the wait and see factor yeah, i think i think especially i don't i guess this could be true for for most like hobby areas or more like um i guess like demographics or whatever but i mean but i think the the rc world itself and i and i know you guys are you know you now you, you have, you're a little bit more familiar with it but it's so topsy-turvy like i think you're gonna have people that really love it and people that are gonna just not be into it but i think that's just that's just the world that this is and i think it's it's like like a ford versus chevy kind of guy like you're gonna have a guy that says fords are turds chevys are turds whatever it may be and it's just because that's that's just how they are so um i think overall i i personally think that the reception is going to be really well to this movie because um like i said it, it hits a little bit of everything for depending on where you are in the rc like in the rc world if you're new if you're if you've been in this for 10 years, 20 years, there's going to be something you're going to like about it, and it's going to keep you entertained throughout the movie. Um, so I, I think it's going to be – I'm really, really curious to see what, um, you know, what, what the what the reception is going to be. But something that, I, that I'm curious about, um, did you have, like, a specific, I guess, like, demographic in the RC world that you were targeting? Like, was this more meant for the new guy? Was this more meant for every – or just kind of a broad uh, spectrum of – folks um you know it's funny and it sounds weird to say this now like i didn't really make this for the rc car community in a way like when i my first thought was like this would be i i, I thought of like because honestly i'm not in that world really. i'm in more of like a filmmaker um photography kind of la not rc world and so my thought was like boy i'd love to show these people like rc cars you know i'd love to show people who've never seen this world and like make them like super you know, just like, what the heck is this? So like when we're sitting here talking about like, who's going to buy this movie and selling it, the easy sell is like the RC car people, right? Cause it's like, it's an RC car movie. Like that's a very niche thing. That's a great place to start. Like my, my dream and my, my overall thought was like, I'd love the whole world to like see RC cars who have never been a part of it, you know? And like, I think RC car enthusiasts will have their own opinions and like, that's a great niche to start and like a good supporting base. But I'm more curious to see like how people who've never seen it, like will take the RC car part, you know? Um, but I think we have to start with the RC car enthusiast. That needs to be like our, our starting point. Um, I guess but I'm doing, I forgot what the question was, but yeah. <laughs> no, I, no, I think that's, I think that's cool because you're right. And I think, um, you know, something a lot of people forget is that it is extremely hard to make a movie, like extremely hard. Like it, obviously if everybody could do it, you know, then they, they would, but, um, I think for you guys to take what we love and try to, it's not an easy thing to do to, to translate it to film. Um, not easy at all. Um, but I, I think you're like, I, I didn't even think about that until now is just getting RCs out to like the, the mainstream you know, world. I think that's something that, that is going to help the hobby. I think that's that RC is definitely in the last maybe couple of decades is kind of 
hit a, a decline more just because local hobby shops are starting to kind of close because you know the internet and whatever it may be but i think you know this is definitely going to bring new people into the hobby people are going to go oh well, i want this car i want to do this and, and and so i think that's that, that that's a really cool take on it to just think about like you know somebody that's never driven a hobby grade to be to see like the track day and go whoa like this is a this is a thing because it, it looks like a big big deal like there's big events and so that that because a lot of the new people that i get um like come through the shop have no idea that it's this big community it's not just i have an rc car i'm gonna go to the park it's like no you can go to events you can go to this and that you can there's facebook groups there's this and that so yeah that's that's definitely uh like that just kind of opened up my mind there which is kind of cool a cool little light bulb moment well you know it's funny like I will say, like, people were, when I first showed the script to a bunch of friends, especially people who weren't in the industry at all, just, like, in my industry, the filmmaking industry, they were like, oh, we love it, but, like, you should totally do, like, this should be drone racing. Like, why aren't you doing drones, you know? Like, that's, like, the hot thing right now. This is in 2015 or 16. Like, do drone racing, and it'll be, like, more hot. And so when I say this, you know, RC cars could be re replaced with anything in this story, yes, to tell a story they could. But for me, like, I realized when people were telling me to do drones, I was like, no, like, actually like the specifics of the RC car industry and RC cars themselves are like what I love about it. They're like, everyone talks about drones and they're like, it's like popular. They sell a million of them. Like it's weird that like that took off in the RC community, but like RC cars never got as popular as drones did in such a short amount of time even, you know? So for me, it was like very important not to do, of course you a drone, you know, as movie executives here in LA are going to be like, do a drone movie, you know, like it's just like the first thought, but like I love the RC car part of it. Cause it was like, it's just a different thing. You know, it's, it's not the same. And it's a different culture and it's just a different experience and it's nerdier and smaller and like i don't know i think it's it's just a cooler thing so i was yeah very specifically like no no drones this is an rc car movie like this is that industry that i grew up with this is rc car action this is brian kinwald this is like rc tennis all the industry you know um kind of in there so i think i think as much as i want to be like yeah i was more mainstream minded like the more i think about like i was very specifically like rc car my childhood nostalgia was a part of it um, I, I like that. I like that a lot. Cause it, yeah, it, it is kind of strange how the drone racing did take off like that. I mean, it, it's on it's on TV, you know, having mm -hmm. races. But you don't see the RC cars on TV like you do the the drones. No, they've kind of always been there, and they're going to stay there. But like, it's not like the the rise, the meteoric rise of the drones, you know, and racing. And it's like every buzzworthy news article is about drone racing for yeah. a while so i was just kind of like no no this is this is this is classic rc cars you know i think the big uh, difference is like when drone like because drones really ha are, are are new like they're kind of this like modern era thing i think with with rc cars which is like a hit or miss and i think kind of you know putting myself in your shoes i think that i'm kind of picturing that cool moment of of you know a, a dad kind of looking for a movie to watch with you know maybe his wife or his kids and he sees this and he goes oh like I used to have an RC car and maybe they're not in the hobby anymore. And they're like, I, I remember playing with my Tamiya Frog or, you know, my RC 10 gold pan, you know, back in the eighties, back in the nineties and kind of just either, you know, relighting a spark or saying, well, I didn't know that this was still a thing. You know, I have my 10 year old son or 10 year old daughter. Let's go to the track and let's, let's, let's find our track and let's see if we can do this locally. So I think that's, that's really cool. That, 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 uh, that, yeah. I love that. I love that part of it. And that's, that definitely makes me even more excited for this movie to come out. Yeah. Cool.
Yeah, especially because yeah. on Amazon Prime, because that, that's that's one of the the platforms that's coming out, and I'll, I'll sit there and I'll do that. I'll go. Well, I don't want to watch something that I've already watched, and I don't necessarily want to pay twenty bucks for a brand new movie that you know because everything's kind of coming out in that sense. You could rent it for twenty bucks. Um, so I kind of go through like the the, the smaller films and kind of just or maybe older films, and so um, that that yeah, that's that's kind of cool. <laughs> Movies ten bucks too. Starts at ten bucks to buy. So yeah. to buy twenty to buy. That's Fair what price. I like to buy. That's what I like. To buy forever. That's good. Yeah, that that's awesome. Um, so yeah. So as far as RCA goes, now did you have to return those cars? Um, you know it's funny. Like I remember he was like, "Hey, can you can you send back like what you have?" You know, and like I was like, you know, I'm pitching my phone. This is what I have, man. And, and I remember Sean was like. He <laughs> was like, yeah. you don't have to return any of it. I, I have like a charger. Like there was, you know, I think it was always kind of like, you know, return what you don't use. But I think when I show it to him, I'm just kind of like, you know, make me get all this stuff back, really. And he's kind of like, no, you keep it, you know. So it's still in my garage. I haven't even like had the stomach to look at it in three years, honestly. Like it's kind of like the rock crawling was like where I wanted to go. Like I did not want to look at those RCAs ever again in some ways. Um, It'll be a time where I'll come out of hibernation, look at them again. But I think for now, it's like, <laughs> yeah, you got to at least take them out, put them on a shelf. You yeah. Know? So I know we'll see the poster behind Trenton here. We shot that last year when we were kind of starting to market the film, and that was I had to take it back out of the box, get it cleaned up, get one of the working conditions, spin the tires, like make it work. Mm-hmm. And so it was like, uh, it's, it's back in good condition now after that poster was shot. Um, yeah. It's there. I got batteries still; they're bulging, you know, but they're. They're still good. I had to buy a couple extras, but yeah, I got some. Interesting. Like, interesting. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, because that, that was definitely a big question that was like, you know, like, where are they now? Because like, now they're, it's like, you know, I don't want to, you know, get ahead of myself with this movie as well, because I, I feel like I'm like invested in this movie as far as like emotionally, like I want this movie to do good because it's going to do so much. But like now I'm thinking of, of that car itself, like, like, you know, like. Like like a Batmobile or like you know like Dom's Charger but go coming back so it's like like that car is like that's a that's a movie car now you know yeah. then that that needs to be yeah. you know displayed so I'm kind of thinking takes. like you know I want to know where it's at like if it's out in the world like you know can I get it it's like where... top, man. I got there's like three of them it's like it's like you know like the Batmobile there's probably three of them actually and they use different pieces for different shots so there's like I'd say like two and a half hero cars in the back in the backyard right now in the garage so maybe someday they'll be like a Planet Hollywood you know they'll have it like right the rest sitting there next to like Batman's costume. Maybe Big maybe you guys can sign a chassis and send it over to the RC hangout. There you, you know? go. There you go. That, if you still have they that bent know. one, if you still have that the bent one, one I'll, I'll, yeah. yeah, sign that baby. I'll I'll frame it. I'll put it up here in our studio, and that'll be that'll be a cool little trophy for us. Yeah, you, you do the jump that it did that bend on. You know that you know totally just. Broke, so we'll get like a shadow box for it or something and just make it really cool. I'll, I'll find something to send you. I'll find some broken thing. Like you have the A arm up there. There you go. Uh, yeah, there, there you go. go. That'll be cool. No, that and that's, that's like movie memorabilia. Like that's that's my jam. Like I have like all the stuff in my man cave that's like, you know, from I have a couple like movie props and stuff like that. But um yeah, no, I think that, that that's you know, a lot of people were curious. Like, can I go out and like did you sell this to someone? Did the associate keep it? Like is it at their headquarters? <laughs> so so now 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 we're gonna have to figure something out to to display like you know, like a Bentley Art, armor, you know, you know, a body, you know. Oh, Side. there you go. Yeah, I might have a body. I got a stack of bodies. I have a body in there somewhere. There we go. Yeah, I'll go back in there. I have like three boxes of stuff. So there we yeah. go. I'll find some stuff. There we go. So you guys will see that hopefully soon. We'll we'll post up a, and I'll, I'll make it look really nice too. Like I'll frame it and everything. Uh, it it'll be cool. 
uh, even the AR would be so great, a framed AR. You're like, this oh, yeah. The AR. Uh, yep. put that <laughs> in, in a shadow box or something. I know. I'm like looking yeah, at my wall, seeing. Because I, I actually have, so over here, I'll show you guys, but I don't know if you guys can kind of see it. I have, uh, where is it? Right there. So I have an, a, a team associated banner. Is it is it blurry? Hold nice. on. Nice. Yeah, I see it. I can still yeah, tell. I can blur my eyes and kind of see it. I can tell that black, white, blue scheme. Yeah. So I have my uh, team associated banner there, and I have a couple of things because this is my uh, nice. you know uh, right above my yeah. workspace. So it'll be really cool to to display something that's. I've got the graffiti banner right right behind us. You yeah, can't so. see it because I got my thing on, but yeah. I see a work tool tool test or something. Okay, so I have a couple more questions before before we release you, <laughs> but, uh, and, you know, we're going to talk a little bit more about the film, but uh, the ending, I don't want to spoil it, um, it was a little open-ended, but there was a, there was a, like a definitive, like, moment, but the, I don't know, it, 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 there was a moment with RCs that he kind of was like, you know, he chose whether or not he was going to continue pursuing this and i don't want to give away which way he goes um and then the ending was just kind of open now now is that is that intentional like are we are we already thinking like is there going to be a flying cars 2 or is, is there a possibility of flying cars 2 maybe like uh with a different like you know protagonist or whatever it may be I, i'm curious well, is that you know, I, I didn't, I wish I could say I had this genius thought of like how it ended and like that's exactly how it was in the script. And it's, it's just not true. Um, the script actually had a different ending, like for sure. Like it, I would say more involved, less open-ended ending. And then we shot it that way. And you know, we just had just some test screens and stuff. And there were just some problems with the reaction at the end, you know, it wasn't like either clear enough or wasn't good enough. So then we went and reshot a bunch of stuff. And one of the things we shot was the, we, shot, we shot the entire last five minutes um, a different way. In a very different way um and then we kind of screened that one and like there was a lot more negative feedback it's like oh no no okay you, how you had it was better so the way we ended now honestly is the most like honest and pure way because it was like we had two forks in the road to go at the end and both of them like both of them didn't feel right because at the end of the day like it wasn't him deciding between this and that it was more of just him deciding that he can make his own choices in general you know so like i think it was it felt more pure anywhere we did than just like going off in these two different tangents, which just felt like, no, like it's not about that him and, you know, it's, it's more about him than it is him and someone else, you know? Yeah. Not to give much away, but like, that's kind of how he felt at the end. Like that was the most honest ending to his story um, that we could do. So yeah, I totally get what you're saying, but like nothing else played better. So. Mm. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And then, like I said, to me, you know, as, as like a movie, I'm like, okay, like that, there might be something else, you know. So just watching it, but so story wise, I, I never say never. You never say never. Yeah, I mean, you know. but but is is because I, I know that we we kind of talked about it before, and, I, and I'm gonna ask you guys a little bit more about this after. But I know that you recently got into crawlers, and that's that's a big that's a big thing in its own. And because track racing is one thing, crawling is is this whole crazy world. Uh, itself you know is there any possibilities that you know maybe flying cars too is uh you know crawling cars yeah any, any, any... Say it's not flying cars and it's like rolling cars you yeah know? um that's an interesting thought never thought about that um it's it, rock crawling is new for me like when, I, when it first came out i was like that looks really lame like to be honest i was like that i'm all about the speed the big stuff like that's how i got into this you know um so when i saw that i was like yeah the scale is cool they look real but like meh. 
And then my brother, like I was saying, got me one last Christmas. That was my birthday, my 40th birthday last year. He got it for me, like out of nowhere. I wasn't expecting it. He just like surprised me with it. He had never had one either. And I was kind of like, I put it in the closet for a second, didn't really try it, but I have two kids. And I was like, well, let's go try it. And so I did, I was like, oh, like if you just get yourself out of the mentality of like big jumps and get in this like small world, then it's like a dumb little log is all of a sudden like cool, you know? Like it's weird that it transforms smaller stuff into like a way more exciting thing which is the beauty of it for being older. Just, I don't want to spend a ton of time. And like, it's just the stress of those jumps. Like it was just too much adrenaline. It was like going to motocross track. So this was like, Oh, I get it. Like I can just like be an old man and like creep around and like look for different lines, you know? And like, that was the fun of it. So yeah, if it was, it would be a very different movie, you know, like in a different way. Um, but yeah, I, I think rock crawling is cool. I think shooting low and like getting close and making like a real thing is like a whole different way of shooting it. Um, but yeah, for me, it's like a right, it's a perfect thing for me right now. It's, it's right in line with my general feeling of being old. So <laughs> I feel you. See, I, I, yeah. He's in SoCal. So I think we're going to have to figure out, we're going to, we're going to get Dave, you know, at a couple of RC events and kind of get those creative juices flowing so we can, uh, we can we'll get see, a, we'll a rolling cars here. I, pretty I got soon. three batteries. I'm good to go. There you go. Oh, oh, trust me. We'll get you set up with whatever you need. I have, I have cars coming out of my ears. I have tired and whatever you need. Well, I'm sure we could talk to a couple of friends that we can get. We can, so we'll, we'll, I don't need know? more cars. I think I need to unload these cars. I have like a whole garage of like my childhood history still back there. I'm like, oh, I keep this stuff. I have like so many boxes of it. <laughs> Ooh, I, 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 I never throw anything away. I keep every piece. I've, I've got a whole rack of old vintage cars sitting right over there. So if, nice. if you get rid of it, let us know first. <laughs> I won't. Some some someday your kids will just be like, I guess we'll keep a shell. You know, the rest of it will just toss it to the goodwill. <laughs> But we'll keep it to our end. Cool. So cool. my and this is usually, you know, uh, kind of that part where I ask you like what's what's on your bench. But I mean, you guys are are, are still a little <laughs> bit new to the world. I mean, I, I can go to my bench, but I have to like take my phone with me. <laughs> no. So so now that you're you're kind of you know you've you've learned about the hobby a little bit more. I know I know yeah. you said. So what what. Like, how interested are you in, in continuing in the RC world? Like, are we, like, can we expect to see you at, like, a, maybe, like, an event? Or maybe, you know, is that something that still kind of piques your interest? I know, especially, like, when you're, when you focus so long on one thing, and you can kind of get burned out from it. But, you know, hopefully, you know, I wonder if you, if you still have a little bit of an well, RC the, bug with you. The rock crawling was, like, for me, that kind of thing that, like, I wasn't expecting because um, I was for sure burned out. Like, I was, like, I don't want to look at another RC car again for a long time, you know. And I've always been that way a little bit. I'd go through phases every couple of years and get back into it with a new kind of car. But the rock crawling was, like, unexpected and, like, hit me in a good way. Racing racing never really intrigued me, like, in a serious way. And I, I still feel the same way. Like, I went in a couple of races after this was over and, like, took my RC8 after the, the film and, like, did it. You know, I broke some stuff. And, like, it was just, like, this is just, like, I don't – I don't know. It was too much work, honestly. It was just too much work, too much breaking, too much effort for like what, the amount of care I had. And so I, I don't know if I'd ever get into racing, like racing, racing. I just don't have a, a. I like practicing on the track by myself. That's more fun to me. But the actual race, like trying to beat anybody, like I just don't care really. Um, so for me, I, I, I could see myself getting back into the jump video stuff with my brother. Like I still feel like there's more I want to do there. Like I'd love to do, like use drones and like shoot them from a drone, you know, like really get some really cool, interesting shots. Now the GoPros are even faster and have better resolution. I do extreme slow motion stuff, get that camera right in there with the car. I love doing stuff where you're like down with the GoPro and you're like just jumping off ledges and stuff and just tracking it down in slow motion. So 
that I do that for fun. Like, I, that sounds fun to me, like, still playing around with that. And, like, for me, filming it is just as fun as driving. I get my brother driving in his car. I just like filming it. Like, that's awesome to me. I don't have to drive it. It's, like, less stress. <laughs> yeah. So I see myself doing that and stuff. I don't see myself getting into racing. Um, I just think like, I'm always going to play with the new cars. You know, I'll see some new model come down. I'm like, oh, man, a fifth scale looks amazing. I've, I've never had a fifth scale, you know? <laughs> like, carrying up a sand dune. Carrying up a sand dune with a gas car, like, or even an electric eight cell. Like, that looks awesome. I might do that someday. So. Yeah, I think it's like all of us, you know, it's like they keep coming out with new kind of types of cars and that's kind of what keeps you going. Like, you know, and I'm into that. So I'm probably going to be getting cars with my kids and like for the rest of my life in some ways. Right. Yeah. What about you, Trent? Because yeah. I know you came from from zero knowledge. I want to I'm, I'm yeah. curious as to where where you're at with it now. And if we're, you know, you're you're at, at yeah. least right now, you're a little bit closer to us. So, you know, I think that'll be a little bit easier to, yeah, get, yeah. to get the bug to bite you. Yeah, no, I got you there. No, I, you know, I've looked up, um, I'm actually spending quarantine on my parents' farm in Northern California, maybe for the next few weeks, and then I'll head back down to LA. But there's a couple RC tracks up here in Modesto that look really cool. Um, Sunkel Hobbies. Do you, do you know those ones? I think yeah. it's like Motown yeah. Raceway and I know Modesto it. RC. Yep. Uh, okay. Yeah, so actually, I think uh, Motown, no, Modesto RC, they're going to open this Saturday, which is cool. You have to wear a mask, but it's kind of fun so yeah it's kind of nice i mean another thing that like obviously this would take us on a different tangent but you know we're releasing this movie during this like quarantine time when everyone's like not at the track but um i have a couple nephews up here that are like the perfect age and i kind of want to talk to my brother their dad and see if we can like go out and just like show them because i think that like anyone can jump into this i mean it doesn't mean you're good but the fact that like it's in your backyard. You just might not know. Like to me, that's where the wonder and excitement is. So it'd be really fun to show my nephews, just like let them watch the race and see if like they get excited about it. Um, oh, they will. And then this, like for sure. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then like later this summer, I mean, one thing that I just loved was that night out at JBRL in Santa Clarita. It was like a summer night. It's just like so nice that the sun doesn't go down till like eight thirty or nine p.m. Yeah. And it's just like cool to be out there. So I hope to get back there later this summer too. There you go. Yeah, it's cool. And this that's what I, I think I because RC has become a really big part of our lives, obviously. You know, it's 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 a lifestyle, um, at least at the point where we are where um you know you can get burnt out you can get burnt out on it. you know, I do a lot of the competitive. Um I do uh, but for the most part I kinda keep it chill. Like there's there's so many disciplines. There's the track racing, um, there's the rock crawling. Um uh, right now Jeff and I and I'm trying to get Jeff fully into this, but there's like RC drag racing going on. Um, oh, there's, that's yeah, there's drift cars. Um, I don't know if you, have you guys ever seen, heard of the show street outlaws? Street outlaws. No. So I'm it's, yeah, it's YouTube. basically street racing, um, where they, you know, they're, they built these like, you know, they're, they're expensive, like fully caged out cars, but they race them on the street. And so somebody took that idea and, oh yeah. And scaled it I'm down. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so what do they call it? Do you know, like, is there a new name for it? Uh, it's called no prep RC or no prep rc racing yeah. right yeah nope yeah yeah so that's Put, really cool the car, throw down on a street flash the light and go yeah. oh, i see it yeah this yeah. is awesome yeah it's a, it's, a, it's a scale quarter mile it's 132 feet um you know team associated just came out with the first rtr drag car um yep uh street car because their, their tracks just came out with one not too long ago or a couple like a decade ago or whatever with the funny car but that's a different class but there's that um i think honestly kind of from hearing what you guys are, are talking about i think the rock crawling thing might i think that's somewhere where you know i'm, I'm gonna try and push that on you guys so we can get rolling cars going <laughs> but no i <laughs> definitely something for you guys to check out 
um, to kind of get that vibe is is down in in SoCal. Um, and this is an event that we go to this year. Jeff won't be joining us because they they moved it because of the quarantine. But it's Proline by the Fire. That is one of my yeah, favorite events. Not. And if if you were ever to go to an RC event, if you could go to one that wasn't our event because we have our own uh, event each year, um, Proline by the Fire is definitely the one to go because there's a little bit of everything there. There's rock crawling. There's um, they actually build a full city that's scaled down to ten scale. Um, where you can go and take pictures. It's it's super cool. They have like tank races. They have rally racing. They have you know show and shine. So there's this there's hundreds of people there, um, and I think that's that's one that we're gonna we're gonna kind of push to see if we can get you guys to go out there. And uh, if you don't have a car, we'll have cars ready for you. And it's cool. You get to camp out. You get fun. to I totally do it. Yeah, you get to you get that to camp awesome. out for the weekend. I think we usually go because uh, we have a we have a booth there for um, ASD crawlers, um, and I usually get there Wednesday night. We we have a trailer, we camp out, um, and we help set up. And then Saturday is the main day of the event. People start trickling in Friday, um, and then Saturday is the main event. Sunday, everybody kind of packs up and goes home. But it's such a good time. You can go just for the day. Um, but if you guys are interested, you know, the ASD crawler family will, will have you there. We usually have, we call it our, our nice. ASD compound where it's like three or four RPs kind of yeah. like, you know, boxed in. We have like. At, at any point in our at night, where there's ten to fifteen people just hanging out, kind of, kind of shooting the shit like we're doing. My, right my now. kids would love it too. I bring my kids. My kids are, are four and six, and like they just love the rock crawler. They love all like little vehicles. They would just like eat it up, you know. Yeah, oh, definitely. And like we'll we'll have cars stuff. for them too. We'll 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 get them all set up because, like I said, that, and that's something that. I don't know. Give Don't give me anything good. They're just like right to the wall. Every oh time. no, like, no, no worries. I, I I've done this for a long time. I have my my kid RC car that that my kid-friendly car that i can give out there's right. He's foam in the front. yeah everybody knows there's a car that you can kind of give to a kid and just they'll if they break they break but they're not gonna break yeah, anything more than five dollars you know yeah <laughs> i just saw that uh paul paul wilhite uh from proline runs it he was at our premiere he was a an awesome supporter of the film he came out and watched our chinese theater premiere so i yeah. didn't realize he runs it that's yeah cool. that's yeah. What i think paul paul's he's he's the big guy at proline so he's he's really big there yeah um, yeah, he's That's he's cool. a good friend to ASD crawlers. Um, he's he's been supporting us for a long time, and we love proline racing. Um, right. But yeah, no, it, it's a really fun time, and we'll we'll keep in touch, and we'll we'll get you guys out there with a car. You guys will run the trails. You guys will do whatever. Um, just because I I want to, you know, <laughs> inspired by uh, the RC hangout <laughs> on uh, yeah, on on rolling cars. Um, yeah, no, so you know, let's let's kind of get into the good stuff. Where can people find this movie? When give us some of that those details so people can can go and pre-order their movie now. Sure, you got it. So yeah, today, tomorrow, anytime you can pre-order the film on Apple iTunes, which is on iPhones. It's also being called TV or Apple TV. Little confusing, but whether you're at home with your Apple TV or on your iPhone, just go to where you access movies. Type in "Flying Cars." Pre-orders are available, and then on Tuesday, May nineteenth, as we mentioned earlier in this podcast, worldwide, sixty-three countries. The film will be available on Apple iTunes or Amazon Video or Amazon Prime, depending on how you call it, and Google Play. So there's going to be at least three platforms where you can Google or search this film, and it'll be available. Anyone can watch it Tuesday, which is amazing, like after four years, you know? It's out there. More wow. days. I mean, that's exciting. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, guys, we're, we're excited Sorry, for great, everybody though. to watch this film. It, it's, it's honestly something that was really well thought out for 
like I said, it, it hits everything. Um, I'm excited for people to hear, you know, what, what it is that, you know, what, what they think about it because I have, you know, I, I hold it in high regard. It, it was a good movie. I watched it. Um, my, my fiance watched it. She enjoyed it. I'm actually gonna, um, have my, cause my younger sister's into RCs. Um, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna just probably have a movie night with the family this weekend and, and show it to them and kind of get their, their input. Cause next week, um, I want to do a, a spoiler filled, uh, episode nice. you know jeff and i so we can kind of go over it and talk about the things that i've been holding in <laughs> these last couple yeah, weeks that's awesome yeah yeah absolutely recap so, on it yeah so we're really that's stoked awesome. about it guys go pre-order this movie it's gonna be really good you're gonna enjoy it um anywhere you can get it let us know if you're gonna watch this movie where you're gonna watch this movie who are you gonna watch it make sure you guys comment down below and let us know um let us know on our facebook group um but yeah uh any questions you have for them jeff before we we move on to the next segment. I, I just appreciate you guys coming on, man. Taking the taking the time to uh, share this movie with us. Yeah, thanks for having us. It was really this is fun. Yeah, it's yeah. like our first time ever doing this kind of like podcast press stuff. So this is like this is cool. Yeah, it's it's really yeah. fun for us. Like I said, you know, especially you know geeking out. You know, I'm a big movie guy, so hearing you know a little bit of your background and and being able to be part of this pre-release is is really cool for us. We're excited. Um, thank you guys for coming on. Um, yeah, guys, go go watch this. Go pre-order this movie and get ready for a good time. Um, yeah. We'll be back after awesome. these short words. All right, and we're back, guys. Um, so we just had the guys from Flying Cars on the show. Um, that was such a fun interview. Um, I think that's the that's the first interview we've done where we didn't really know the person coming on. <laughs> so no, that, was, that was really cool. Um, Those were two really cool dudes, man. I just kind of sat back. I was just, I was completely entertained. And yeah and learning about it i mean you're the movie buff i'm you know i watch movies but you know i just watch them kind of pass time but that one was really cool yeah i'm super big into movies and and just to kind of get into the inside of that and because um you know we didn't really talk about it but um trenton himself actually used to work for marvel studios and was involved um in you know quite a bit of the movie so i geeked out about that because i i know what it takes to kind of make a movie i've been you know behind the scenes to some some smaller projects but no, it, they they were really cool, really humble, and um, I yeah. think, you know, I, it, it, they're the kind of guys that you kind of want to see succeed. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, the, when you when I watched the movie, there was one thing I did notice is like, you know, it, it's a it's a ninety minute minute movie. Yeah. Um, the the production quality on it looks just as good as anything. Yeah, else. for being a low budget, you know, because you know. Most of these movies that people see are going to be million dollar movies minimum, you know. They're, so for them to to pull that off on a tight budget, self funded, uh, and yeah. I, like I said, I like the movie. You know, I think yeah, I, pretty cool. I I honestly I don't think it's going to be for everybody. I because and that's just because I know the RC world because I yeah. know that there's people out there that just can't be pleased. We just talked about this last week. Um, yeah. But I I definitely yeah. think that those people will will exist, but I think the majority will will find some sort of enjoyment in the movie and, and, and like it. So I, I'm stoked for people to hear about that. But let's talk about let's talk about the news this week because there there's been some stuff that came out. Nothing crazy, but um, oh, you, that one thing that I'm gonna get. Yeah. So so everybody's been get, now I'm gonna get this one instead. So everybody's been upset because uh, you know Corona delayed the DR10 release, which yep. I get right, and then. The release came out, Hobby Shops got their shipments, and as, basically as fast as they got in, that's as fast as they were shipped out because everybody went out and picked one up. 
And the word on the street was that the next shipment wasn't going to come until June. And I think that's still the the case. And that's kind of the, I don't know if it's official, whatever it may be. I think I've heard it here and there a couple of times. But now it looks like that the DR10 is going to come in a different color. So it's going to come in green. Yeah, my color. Which, you know, the orange body, I think the orange body would be really cool for, like, if, if you kind of weathered it. I think that was, like, when I was going to get it, I was yeah. gonna, and I gave this a, this idea away, and it's not like a like this crazy you know brand new idea, but I was gonna turn it into like into a uh, um like a junkyard yoke, like I was gonna paint the door panels like a different color and put like the yeah. the the pick and pull, um you Try know like rust the, it up a little bit. Yeah, the numbers on there, you know, maybe crack a couple things. Um, I was gonna mm-hmm. do that because I think I'm usually not a fan of that, but the orange that's kind of what it called out for me. For like, it had to have that, you know. I can see. It. I can see that. Um, but this green, this green one. one. Oh, yeah, the green. The That's green, I could get. I could get behind, like keeping it green and kind of doing like a, like you know, like an old like muscle car, like really like cool look. Maybe some chrome wheel. And I'm not a chrome guy at all, but I'm. I'll put some chrome wheels under that and just make that like that like, you know that 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 beauty queen that like will like will drag your ass. Like that's what I was gonna go for. Yeah, I I can't wait to see it in person. I mean, the the photos look good, you know, the green that, that they're showing. Yeah. It always looks different in person. Yeah. But, hey, but I'm, it's I'm, green. Yeah, I'm stoked. I'm, I might actually pick it up in green. I, I, I'm, we'll see. We'll see. I'll have, to, I'll have to see them both side by side and see whether or not I want to put in the work to do a, a, <laughs> a full-on rust bucket or, or make something pretty. We'll see. Yeah. But. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, so the the big news here is Element RC, Uncle Schultz, keeps teasing us. They've been teasing us for a couple of days with these. The first one that I saw, the first picture I saw was um, they showed the front end of a car, just tires. And in the background, they said, you know, at the deal, it's, it, it said something along the lines of I'm at the dealership waiting to, to check out our new ring. And it was it was an Element box and it was it was a dealership. Okay, now that you're explaining that, I do remember seeing that. Yeah, okay. The, like I say, I'm back at work, so it's, I, I'm not checking social media as much this week. That, to me, like, like Element, like, you are you are doing it right. You are They're doing it right. With their uh, advertisements, yes. Like, I, I think Element has been, has brought this, like, has almost, like, revitalized my, like, want for brand new cars. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not really the type to go out like when the SCX N2 came out. I to this day I still don't have one. The three mm-hmm. came out, eh? You know, whatever. I'm not a portal guy, you know. Eh, eh, but it was it was cool, but it didn't really make me go. I have to have that. But uh-huh. when the Element mm-hmm. came out, the way they teased it and the way that their marketing worked, it yes. made me want the car, especially because you know I was at Proline by the Fire when uh, Uncle Schultz had one out. And it was mm-hmm. like right before, like that was kind of like that. That was going to be the first world showing or whatever. Maybe I think that's what it was. Like I was like, yeah. okay, I have to have this car. I have to buy it new. I have to, you know what I mean. Um, and luckily, I ended up coming up on a on a builder's kit that was already built. Um, and then I was I I still wasn't happy. Like I have to have an RTR version. Then they came out with the trail walker, so I have a trail walker that I really like. And I'm on my I'm on my third element now. When Axial, I had I had two axial um, 
I think the bomber was like the last one before that that I was like I have to have that and the SMT ten. But yeah, yeah. But as far as crawlers go, like like that this and for them to and and I think I'm more upset because I just built a builder's kit and put an IFS on it. Like you're telling yeah. me I could have saved a little bit of time. Think. Yeah, but I'm I like building kits. So I I think. I'll forgive him for that, but I gotta figure out what to do with this front axle that I have from this kit. So I might, I might either do like a, you know, upgrade another car or oh, try to yeah. figure out um, maybe parts, maybe no. a four wheel steer here somewhere. So we'll mm. see. But then I'll have a rear axle. So I don't know. Maybe a six by six. I don't know. We'll, we'll an element. Do, do you think this new truck's uh, box is gonna be? Because they've got you know they've got the garage, they've got the alley. So so they're teasing they're teasing dealership because they posted something 15 hours ago that was the window sticker and it had you know the percent apr down whatever and i can kind of make out that it says enduro at the top where like the name of the car would be and it says like the, okay. the price which is kind of cool like it's an actual like retail price but I, you can't really make out but i can see enduro and maybe rtr but i can't see what's the third so so it's Let an enduro base it's not a, a brand new platform but the next, so they actually posted a couple of, because they were supposed to say something today. Um, but they said, you know, because it was a series of unfortunate events, uh, they're unable to show the new rig, but they're trying to trying to fix that. Right? Okay. But right. they're teasing an IFS. So I'm thinking it's an IFS RTR. And, and I, through the grapevine and through this body that they're kind of showing, um, they're showing a white body. It looks like an SUV. It still kind of have that like like boxiness of a of a trail walker and a and a Sendero. Are you on their site? I'm on, on their Instagram, Instagram right now. Um, let me pull up their site actually. I'm I'm on Instagram looking right now. Let's see if they've got anything. Um, but honestly, like they they've just been killing it. Let me see. I'm, I'm pulling up their vehicles. I don't see the window sticker anymore. It's on their story. Uh, that's where I missed it. Then. Oh, I see awkward silence. Yeah, I know. I'm trying. I'm I'm over here trying to. I think we're both doing the same thing. Yeah, no, it's not up on their site yet, but I'm excited. I think I might end up picking up a, an RTR <laughs> IFS car. <laughs> I think I have yeah. a problem. Yeah, you do. We just spoke about that earlier today. We did, about we did. but we'll talk about what's on our bench in a bit, but. We're excited. Are you excited for this for this IFS? Because that's I've heard mixed reviews about people with the idea of an IFS. I I've never driven one, so I don't know. I gotta I'm, get one and find out. Yeah, I'm I'm a truck guy, so I, I you know I for my I think I might be able to get that IFS, put my red truck on it, and then use my my builder's kit that I have now as an actual crawler. So I think that's probably what I'll end up doing. I'll put my hard body um f-250 on it okay okay i think think that's i think that's what it's going to end up happening that way i can have my crawler as a um you know because because my i don't like banging up my my hard body too much like i'll crawl it like i don't i don't baby it's pretty beat up but you know like as far as like gnarly stuff like i'm scared of cracking the body i've already broken the grill so you know for for some light driving the rtr with rtr electronics 100 that's what i'm going to stick with I think I'll, I'll end up doing that and then just fully upgrade the, the other one. So I'll have a fully upgraded IFS and then a fully upgraded regular straight axle. 
That'd be nice. What about those other ones that you picked up? <laughs> we'll talk about that in a bit. But let no, me let me get to this. Let me get to this. So, so Elements got a new car teasing that they're teasing us. Hopefully, we can hear something by tomorrow. We'll post it up on our on our um, on our Facebook when we find out. But let's talk about events because we've talked about this before, and exactly what I told you was going to happen happened. Everybody moved their events to October, November. Yeah, and it's causing people to have to pick and choose. Um, now, well, and because ProLine's event is like the second or third week of of October, then the very next weekend, RC Four Wheel Drive just announced that they're doing their West Coast Challenge again, and it's two days. Yeah, and um. Crawl for a Cure is typically on the first weekend. We don't have any confirmation of whether or not that event's still going on, but um, there's that, right? right. That, that's usually so. That's that's like there's like one week in between. I think it's it's Crawl for a Cure, then nothing, then RC Four Wheel Drive, then or then Proline, then RC Four Wheel Drive, and then I'm sure okay. there's other stuff. And I think like RCX is now the first week of November, so it's like continuous and continuous and. Um, you know, and plus my birthday's in October, so you know it's yeah. the same weekend as oh. as Call for Cure. They but, also did the cancellation of Axial Fest uh, West Coast. Yeah, I think that yeah, one. Right. I'm surprised that they canceled it. Yeah, I, I don't know. You do you think that I, they they might have seen like there's nowhere in the year that because they do it up at Donner. If they push it up past October, that's snow. They're not gonna have. You know what I mean? Yeah, you you've got a limited amount of time really yeah. before it's snowing. Yeah, and so that's interesting. So yeah, Axel Fest West, West or whatever I don't know what it was called, but the one yeah. here in the West Coast was canceled. The one at Badlands or Badlands. out in you know the middle of the country, um, Indiana. I think it's in Indiana. I'm not exactly sure. They pushed that one back. Though, so right? they pushed that one back to I think the it, I think it's the dates that it was supposed to be at Donner. So it's kind of like that July 15th, 16th time. So um, oh. I'm interested because now people are going to want to go there. And, uh, you know, if, if it goes on, I, I I don't think I'll be able to make that. I was actually hoping to go to Axial Fest this year, but, I, you know. Yeah, uh, I've gone the past two years. Uh, I wasn't planning on it this year, but I don't know. I wasn't I, planning on it last year, and it was, you know, uh, up and back. I'm running out of axial cars, so I don't know that I'd be able to make it here pretty pretty much. <laughs> this was either the make it or break it here, so I don't think I'll be making it to any of their their events. Um, but no, and so my dilemma now is Crawford Cure, I won't miss unless, like, you have to, like, forcibly keep me from Crawford Cure because that's my birthday trip every year. Like, I, right. I specifically go to this event because it's, you know, my mom's a survivor, uh, so it's really near and dear to my heart. And it's my birthday. It's like the my like, honestly, like my favorite way to spend my birthday is I get to spend it with Kendra, um, with my good friends that are in the RC community. Um, we leave Sunday morning, get back, and have a dinner with my with my friends that aren't into RCs. So it's like it's always the perfect weekend. I'm so exhausted after I take the Monday off because I need those 24 hours to just recover from the craziness. But it's like a must go. And then yeah, that's a fun event. Yeah, and then I have a week off, and then Proline. Proline is my favorite event. I told myself I wasn't going to miss Proline no matter what. And usually we have some involvement in that now. Last year we had we had a booth. This year we're on the fence. You know, Oscar's in, in Arizona and his we have to make sure that we're 
you know, he's he's using his time wisely to, to fly back and forth because it can get costly, right? So now maybe I go by myself. I, so it, it's really, you know, interesting to see how that dynamic's going to work because obviously I have friends in SoCal that I can hang out with, but it, it's, it ain't no fun if ASD is in there. And our um, race team is going to be down there. And, yeah, you know. so th- there's always someone to hang out with, but it's kind of weird because to me, like every event we go to, like there's always a good chunk of ASD there. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's minimum yeah. three or four or less. I had plans on going to Proline until. Yeah, now you're thing. not going. Yeah. So, so I, I think. You know. I think I may end up still going, but I think I might drive down Friday night, stay for the event, probably stay at a hotel instead of camping. Um, uh-huh. Hopefully, I can still camp, um, but I won't drive something down there. I'll probably end up renting it, picking it up, you know, and then picking it up there, dropping it off, and then just driving my butt home. Um, right. Do and then a little. Then a new plan. Exactly. So it, it'll be a cool because I just, I love that event. It's just such a fun event. And now that you know we talked to the to the flying cars guys, I'm, we might you know be able to to get some cars in their hands, right? Yeah, get some cars in their hands and see if we can get rolling cars going. <laughs> I see. It. I already got the name rolling cars. Rolling cars. Yeah. There we go. Uh, rolling cars. I don't and then know. and then here's the kicker. So so last year. We were heavily involved in RC four wheel drives West Coast Challenge. We set yes. up ninety nine percent of the courses that were like trails. They had their events. They had like the the soccer, the the booths, yeah. and the, the they they did you know they did all that stuff. But the trails themselves, like grooming them, setting them, we did the trail. So ASD. It was ASD. It was hooligans were helping us, and then we yes. had a couple of guys that were kind of you know not necessarily affiliated with anybody, but just guys that wanted to come out and help. I think we had, like, Falvey was out there, Falvey Design Works. He was uh-huh. a big help. Um, Shane from, uh, I think he runs Sierra Nevada Crawlers. Um, I think he does that. Um, and then um, Norm was out there. <laughs> our, our, good, Norm. our good friend Norm. I love Norm. Norm is a kooky guy that just, he makes me laugh. Um, By- yeah, Byron was out there for a bit helping us. So there was yeah. there was like a good amount of help there. Um, it was a it was a rough weekend for us. We were we were dead tired after that. Um, that was tough. But you know, there. So now with the, the event, I mean, I don't think we're we're confirmed or anything. But um, that was a you know, RC four wheel drive made a a very good uh, donation to our cause. Um, with you know the raffle and they made a donation themselves. So so that was a really big you know, uh, help to our cause. And now with ASD not happening, uh, autism awareness crawl not happening this year, you know, we kind of need, uh, something to kind of help and make sure. Cause you know, fly brave is, is our probably our, I guess our main charity that we, we work with and, you know, we want to make sure that we're still supporting them. So now we're in this, uh, you know, is, do we do this? Do we not, you know, do we, are we going to be involved? Um, so I, I mean, we can't really confirm anything yet because we haven't, confirmed anything with within each other yet but but you know so so it brings up a lot of questions it brings up you know what's you know so it's a lot happening in that one month yeah and so i I mean i'm obviously down for the cause and that's something that we've talked about so of course it'll be it'll be an interesting month especially for asd crawlers to see what where we end up how we end up there and you know what what comes out of it you know, I want to make sure that that we're giving it our all, and it it sucks because you know you can't just 
ask keep asking for consecutive days off like that. Like, typically, typically, I'll do a Wednesday because for big events, because let, let's be real, we're, we're usually involved with a lot of the events we go to. Um, that's yeah. something that we talked about. Um, what you got going on over there? There we go. I fixed it. Okay, thanks. Uh, <laughs> that's something that we, um, you know, we we. Almost every event we go to, where yeah, we're we're, we're doing more work than we are playing. Yeah, <laughs> but, but you know, we've talked about it. That that's like the fun for us. You know, yeah. you know, we, we get to, we get to. To me, it's like yeah, I build these cars and I I want to drive them, but I I also really enjoy just being at our booth and you know talking to Mark from Crawford Cure or or mm-hmm. Tom from RC Four Wheel Drive or you know people just coming up to because like like I told the guys the the flying cars guys. Our compound usually has ten to fifteen people in it at any time, just oh, circle yeah. circling through. We'll have like wordies in there, um, the down with the sickness guys. They're they're just a, a, a never ending flow of people. Oh, be in there. So so it's 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 always a good time, and and that's that's my favorite part about it. So uh, I'm excited because it's my birthday month, so I'll I'll have RC all month, and and I'm yeah, excited. No, and then yeah. Halloween. Um, so uh, I'm stoked. It's just gonna be, be hectic. July, July, like late July, early August is gonna be busy for me, and then October is gonna be crazy. I mean, then September is crazy for me every year because it's everybody's birthday in my family. So, oh, yeah. See, mine's in July. Is it? So I got Fourth of July weekend. It's my birthday, July first. Oh, look at you. Oh yeah. Yeah. See, for me, well, so my bachelor party, I think is gonna be like late july early august mm-hmm. and then my weddings in late august august 29th right and then so then we have bridal shower and then i have to plan for i'm not obviously not going but kendra's bachelorette party i have to you know coordinate with her just because right now she's not working but mm-hmm. there's like coordinations going there and then august 29th then september I have oh, and August eighteenth is my grandmother's birthday. September is my mom's birthday is on the fifteenth. My aunt's birthday is on the fourteenth. Kendra's birthday is on the nineteenth. My uncle's birthday is on the twenty-first. And it's like, and for so I'm Guatemala, and I said this early in the show, but September fifteenth, my mom's birthday is also our Independence Day. So we, we usually have a big thing going there. So it's like, boom, 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 boom. So. Uh, and usually, like, like my birthday is like the end of it. Usually, like that's like the end of our season, you know, of our of our show season, you know, or event yeah. season, where it's like, okay, crawl for a cure, we can go all out because we don't have to do this again <laughs> for. We yeah, we don't have to do this again until crawl masters. You know, and so, uh-huh. so that's kind of like now it now it just threw off. And then what's crazy to me is now we have an extra month of events. But then, typically, Crawl Masters is February, March. So now our time to plan for that is shorter, because we typically take some time off, like from event planning or any talks in our chat. We're like, we don't want to talk about events until let's, you know, yeah. So um, now that time is shorter, so our rest between that is shorter. Which you know, it, it's not like we're, you know, every second of the day, you know, right. working and and you know, thankful, you know. Brandon and Oscar do a lot of it, but now with Oscar 
out, you know, in Arizona. Now we mm-hmm. have to kind of, you know, help out a little bit more because now we have to go scouting with Brandon. We have to do this. So it's just becoming like this crazy thing. And I'm interested to see if, like, is ProLine by the Fire next year going to be in May? Or are we, is it now? Because, you know, now they have le- way oh. less time. So it just, it's just, like, our, I think our RC world is going to be a little bit, you a know, a little bit different. A little bit like different for the next couple of years. Unless you're now, you know, yeah. there's nothing just because of all the closures. Yeah. So it's it's interesting. And and all of this is also hypothetical. We don't know that any of these events are going to be allowed to happen. Right. That's that's the part that I'm like, you know, I'm, I want to commit to this. But it's like. But is it really going to happen? But is it really going to happen? And, and a lot of this, I think it's more like, you know, financially as well because for proline i have to rent an rv i have to do this i have to do that right Uh, and a lot of that i might not be able to get my money back for rc four-wheel drive same thing i have to get you know i have to you know take time off of work take you know so it's it's like you know and and i'm all for you know i'm 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 all game for that but it's just it's a little scary rc four-wheel drive that's one of the big ones because you know we got to be down there you know tuesday wednesday to get set up for a Friday, Saturday, you know. And you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna vent a little bit because I'm and I'm kind of, you know, I'm you know I, I obviously I, I hope Crawford Care is still happening, but I, I I've had no issues with that with that event, and this isn't even an issue with the event itself. But I was really bummed last year. Uh, we stayed in a cabin with with Oscar and Brandon. Okay. Because we were gonna stay out in the you know I brought my truck tent whatever. I was going to stay out there, but we did that the year before and, mm-hmm. and that place gets freezing. It's like 20 degrees yeah. outside. So we're like, well, no, this I year. That morning. And man, when I got out, I was holy moly, it's cold out here. Yeah. I had, I had a full jacket on and like three blankets over me that night and it was still freezing. So we, last year we did a cabin, right? Cause we're like, oh, we'll, we'll just crash on, on Oscar and Brandon's cabin. They were totally chill with it. And, mm-hmm. and it was a little packed, so we're like, you know what? Let's be proactive. On our way out that day, I said, let me put down a deposit. I'm reserving a cabin for next year, which okay. is this year. And, right. you know, I, she was like, okay, took my money, blah, blah, blah. And what what really, like, I, I was really bummed about is, like, two weeks later, I get a call saying, hey, you're, we can't give you that cabin. And I was like, I was like, what? Like you already, t- you already took my money, and really? so yeah, yeah. They called me and they said that the the person that had rented the cabin, um, that year or last year, the, so uh-huh. the when you know the last year's event, so the event that we went to and we reserved, that uh-huh. they wanted to reserve it again for the next year, but so they and they had first priority, which I understand, but I was just really bummed out because, like, I didn't find out about it for two weeks, and then I was yeah. like, okay. So let me get another cabin. And they said, well, we're already sold out. Oh. So I was like, oh, so I was, and you know, that isn't going to deter me from going. And it doesn't really speak on, on Crawford Cure itself and no. not even on, on, on the resort itself because it, you know, I, I get it. If I'd be really mad if I'd been renting this cabin for, you know, two, three years. years. Yeah. yeah. And it's, but it was just kind of unfortunate the way it played out. And, you know, I, I know, um, you know, and and I'm not the type to go and say like, oh, I know this guy, you know, you need to, you know, or talking to owners or whatever, because that's, you know, I, I'm not that kind of an asshole. So I was like, okay, 
fair enough. We'll figure out what to do. And I, I just thought about that right now that I don't even have a place to stay there. So now I have to figure out, you know, what I'm going to do for that. So I'm sure just drive up and drive back like we did last year. Yeah, but I don't want to do that. I like just sleeping at night. Oh, yeah. So do I. Yeah. But we, we have a cabin. We have a cabin about an hour away. So or like 45 minutes away. So we might just do that. That's that's an option. Yeah. But then sure. but then you miss out on like the you know that bonfire at night and stuff, so that's yeah, the bummer. Funny. That's the bummer. So we'll see. We'll see. Could be a couch or a floor again, huh? Yeah, we, we might just I am I, I was hoping to have my travel trailer by now, but with the way Corona is going, I'm not investing in that right now. Could be a possibility of all those new toys on your, your <laughs> okay. Your, so that brings us to our to our our our, See our that big finale right there into what's on your bench. So, so what's on our bench? So, I guess we can start with you because you are just back to work. Yeah, it's so not on your bench yet, but but we're gonna get there. But is there anything on your bench right now that you're working on? Um, there's some broke stuff up there from my last walk that you're gonna work on, or that you're just looking at. Actually, I got parts that came in. Hey, uh, so I'll probably tinker with it. Tomorrow, while I listen to podcasts. Wait, what? What are you gonna? What, what is it? Oh, um, what is that? That's the one nine wraith. Um, C hubs broke. Okay. Actually, no. C hubs are fine. Knuckles broke because those are the solid. That's another card. Uh, I've never owned a wraith, and the one nine wraith came out, and I was like, oh, that's cool. But there was dude, never that jump to get it. Really? Uh, you, you should get the one nine wraith. I really like it. I might. I might. But, but you see, well. We'll get to my my bench. Yeah, my dog gets a little full. Um, at so, least yeah. in Kendra's eyes. That's on my bench, but you know the green DR10. That's on. It's on the list pre- to be on the bench. Yeah, so it's on the pre-order already. Or oh, and and I'm, we're we're gonna list. we're gonna put hop up. That thing's gonna be fast. It's, you'll almost be able to beat me. Oh, I've already got the speed control that I'm putting in it. Do you? I, I'm switching everything over. I'm gonna be gutting some. I'm actually gonna gut the the associated car I have on the shelf, the yeah. on-road car. Yeah, and that's so. I want to next week we'll kind of talk about NPRC hype. I don't want to keep talking about it every week, but there's there's some stuff that I want to talk about next week. Um, oh. But I think next so next week we'll we'll have a, a cool guest and I'll tell you about that in a bit. But my bench, so my yeah. bench. So yeah. guys, tell me about your bench. So so here's here's the deal. Corona came, and I had a pretty decent job before Corona. I made a good amount of money. I wasn't really killing it. And then Corona happened, and, uh, you know, I lost my job. And then I found a new job that is paying me, I want to say, almost twice as much as what I was making before. <laughs> and I'm 26 years old. But I have mm-hmm. I have the mentality of a twelve year old when it comes to to financial uh, stupidity. <laughs> so that I, shiny new thing. Yeah, and, and keep in mind. So in this time, um, I think over the last two years, two and a half years, Kendra's been in school, not working. So most of my money was going to bills and making sure that we were, you know, we were floating, you know, and and, and surviving while she was 
you know, not bringing in income. And luckily she had student loans. So it covered a lot of, you know, her, like her rent and stuff like that. But I still had to, you know, pitch in for our, like, we have credit card, we have, you know, the dog has his insurance, you know, whatever. So we had, you know, yeah. a good chunk of my, my check was going to that. Well, now Kendra's back home, so we don't have to pay her rent. <laughs> She's, so we don't have to pay for two grocery bills. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, we don't have to pay for any of that, any like, two gas bills or whatever, or like, like gas for her car. Um, you know, it's all, it's all back to one. So we, there's less spending there plus more income. So, and over the last two years, I've, I've tried to be good and not buy new cars because, you know, I can't sit there and go, well, you know, we're, 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 we're strapped for cash, but I'm also buying these, you know, these expensive $300 cars. So, if you put all that together, <laughs> you get mm-hmm. you get the last couple of weeks. I've Yo, literally, so I have like, like every single day when you text me, it's something new. <laughs> I'm telling you, so you know, and and I'm blessed. I, I you know, you know, I'll, I'll preface this with, you know, with my first paycheck. Um, something I've always done with my first paychecks um, is I always treat my mom. Mm. That's always a big chunk of it. Is I treat my mom. Um, so I, you know, I had a really nice dinner with my mom, whatever it may be. Um, and, um, something that I am kind of, cause you know, my mom is a single mom and she's sacrificed everything for me. So I want to make sure she's taken care of before I go. And it's more of like a, it's kind of like those, uh, like, you know, like people like, I don't want to say it's for good karma, but it's just kind of my, like, you know, uh, my first priority is to take care of my family. And, you know, if I do that first, you know, hopefully I'm blessed with, you know, to keep this money coming that's something my grandma always says when i i can give my mom my grandma a dollar and she'll say well thank you because you that's your money and you're giving it to me and i hope you know god multiplies it for you and so it's just kind of like this like i do it for that and then i also did it um you know my dad is back home in guatemala and he's uh you know it's it's a poor country so i also you know took care of him and sent him money to you know you know take my brothers out for a nice dinner whatever it may be so i made sure yeah. that I was taken care of and then I went crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I bought a Tamiya uh, Grand Hauler. You guys know about that one. Well, originally, and this this was in the works for a long time. I talked to West uh, Westmade, so uh, Wesley Braswell. I'm not sure how to say his name, but Westmade yeah. on Instagram, and he, I, I'm sure people follow him. He he has a, a cab over body that he's been doing. Well. I'm the one that, that brought that to him, that idea. Because I said, hey, I, I need you to put me on this list. I have a, a build for ProLine. Um, so he was, you know, time came, I lost my job. And I was like, hey, I can't. You know, I'm going to have to go to the back of the list because I, I can't afford it right now. Mm-hmm. Well, he said, that's cool. I want one for myself, too. So I'm just going to build it anyways. So he built his. And then I said, you know what? My grand hauler needs his body now. So I bought mm-hmm. that body. So he's uh-huh. sending me. And he sent it because I like building stuff. It gives me something to do. So I bought the body in pieces. And it cost me a little bit less too. But I'm going to put it together. So it's kind of like a little kit. A hard body. Okay. So there's that. There's one. And then that's going to get a full flat bed. Kind of like a car hauler. Then I've got... Um, I did my uh, builder's kit from Element with my IFS. And that mm-hmm. one... That one, um, I'm actually going to kind of recycle uh, some parts. So I'm going to get... Uh, I have a Holmes Hobbies um brushless system that's a 2700 kv that i have in one of my crawlers that i want to redo down the line um but i'm going to throw that in there 
Um, I have a servo in there, but I, I kind of want to do the the triple seven, but I might do that in my other crawler now because of this whole uh, RTR IFS coming out. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's that build, <laughs> and then mm-hmm. um, actually, and this is one I haven't told you about. I want to pick up another on road car because okay. uh, because um, a guy Lucas Banks, he's on our he's on the Reefs team. Yeah. So Lucas, him yeah. and him and uh, Club One Hundred Six are going to do a a um, a small tire event. And yeah, he actually talked about doing a Jim Connor style, uh, uh, Jim Connor grid drift event. And you know yeah. me, I love my drift, so I might build another car specifically for that. Wow! Um, but I haven't decided if I want to do two wheel drive or four wheel drive because I have both. But I, you know, I want to do something specific for this event just because that's kind of cool. Maybe it can become a thing. <laughs> and then, and this wasn't my fault. This last one wasn't my fault. He came to me. And and you if you if you were in a position to do it, you know you would do it too because I posted something on I think it was on the the Gen Zace team because we're both on Gen Zace. Yes. And he uh, one of our team members hit me up and was like, "Hey man, I have a because I put I think it was the Grand Hauler. Oh, because it was a uh, um, Dale who's the the team manager put up like, what have you been building during the shelter in place? Oh, yeah, and so okay. I put up I yeah. said I built a Tommy Grand Hauler. So one of our team teammates. Hits me up and goes, hey, bro, I have one for sale. Do you, do you want it? Or do you know anybody that would want one? And stupid me goes, oh, yeah, man, let's send me pictures. Let me see what you got. And I'll, I'll tell you where to send it, where to sell it. You know, I was like, I, I was generally trying to, like, direct him in the right direction. Well, you didn't tell me nothing about it. Well, well, here's the thing. So he sent me the pictures. He said it's actually to me a king hauler, which is a shorter version. And... And this is partly your fault too. I'm gonna put. I'm gonna throw you under the bus. No, because because so the live videos that I've been doing over the last week were a little bit of a parody for you, and I've been tagging you in them so you can watch. I was just driving my RC around. I was like, okay, I'm gonna be Jeff because Jeff's not doing it right now because he's working. So yeah. <laughs> so I've been doing that because of you, and so I've been driving this little car around. I'm making Kendra, you know, drive it around with you know a full load. I have um you know like hauling cars. I have the trailer now. And I love it. It's so much fun. But I I yeah, want to do something. You tell them about the trailer you got too. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And I bought a trailer for this car it because I, I don't have a trailer. Yeah. I and I've wanted a trailer for a long time. And I have another one that I'm gonna buy. That's how that that this this is getting crazy. So no, because okay, let me let me finish this story first. So so it turns out it's a king hauler and my, my grand hauler is gonna be ten scale. But I want one that's fourteen scale because it just looks I just love it, you know? So this guy okay. says, I have a king hauler. I put it together. I drove it like two times around my house. And now I'm going to sell it. And I was like, okay, cool. <laughs> and, and he said, I'm even going to throw in a trailer. Like a full like RC trailer. Like the 14 scale one. Like the RC four wheel drive one. It's like the log trailer. And I was like, okay, cool. How much do you want for it? And he said, RTR, just bind and drive. 350 with the trailer. Okay. All so right. you're telling me that if somebody came up to you and you had the money, you wouldn't take that? Uh, I'd probably buy that. That's financially yeah. irresponsible, not because that trailer alone is like 150 bucks. No, you're right. You're right. The kit for the King Hauler is like 400 bucks, and this is coming, and that's a kit. Yeah. And and yeah. and and typically in those moments, I'm like, oh man, like you're asking a lot less. But this guy was like, no, I just built it. I he bought the kit. He built mm-hmm. it, 
and just wasn't just wasn't it Luffy just didn't want to deal with it anymore so I was like okay if that's the price you want and I was like is that with the trailer and he said yeah and I told him I was like honestly bro I don't get paid till Friday if you want to wait till then I'll take it and he's like yeah no problem so he's packing it up for me Friday I'm gonna PayPal him he's gonna take it to the post office and wow and where's he at uh I don't know not in California I don't think he's in California but he's doing I think it's like 380 shipped so it's like 30 bucks for shipping but but it's you know what I mean it's it's a big ass car so I I, I wouldn't mind having a a semi hey I'll sell you a semi (laughs) I want the I want the big one. I want to build it though. That's what it. I'm saying. But now I have an RTR because I don't want to have to build it again. Because to me, kits are fucking confusing. <laughs> they're so like there's so much like that. Phillips screws, little washers. Oh my god! And I and I wasn't trying to deal with that. I still like there's still like there's so many screws in that kit. It's crazy. Oh, yeah. No, but so like I was like for three fifty, and I li- even looked at Kendra. I was like, that's like that's a screaming deal. Yeah, it is. It, it comes great. and it comes with it comes RTR. It has a 1080 ESC in there. It has uh, two Reedy ES or uh, two Reedy servos, so it's like fully like ready to go. So that thing's got uh, transmission, two speed, three speed, three speed. Yeah, it's got a, oh. a three speed transmission. Um, so it's like, and it's ready to go. It's already painted. Like I don't have mm. to do anything with it. So I'm like. Yeah. 350 come on like <laughs> people listen right. tell me you wouldn't do it if you had the means you had 350 dollars and this guy come up to you with the, that kind of like i'm saving like at least three to four hundred dollars on this thing some logs too or what oh you know it man <laughs> you know it i'm gonna take this up to the cabin and do some log videos with it what do you like this is like i'm into the the i wasn't into the 14 scale the semis but driving one oh i'm into it yeah, I'm into it. I, have you seen RC Sparks uh, Loading Kings? Um, no. So go watch that after it's it's on YouTube. Oh. Yeah, it's Loading Kings is basically like a warehouse show. Like he literally has forklifts. You you pull chips, and uh, you have to go to to stack seven, pull out pallet B, and then what? and then load it, load it onto your truck. And then you have to, once you finish your full load, you have to drive it. And there's all these rules. Holy crap. So now I have two of these, bro. I can have a show. Now I just need to find a forklift. Two forklifts. Oh, yeah. Hmm. California Loading Kings. I'm going to do it. This this could be interesting. I'm telling you. I'm I'm telling you, man. And and one's like a longer. So it's like, now I just need to find a second trailer. No, oh, no, but here's here's the cool part. So I found a guy that 3D prints trailers. And typically with 3D printing, I'm very cautious about what I buy. Yeah. But there's a guy that's 3D printing these trailers. His name is Steven Chalowski. I'm butchering okay. his name. But he's on Facebook. I'll I'll, I'll put I'll post the pictures of of the trailer. Um but it's a 3D printed gooseneck trailer. He has all the way from like bumper pulls to like these full-on car carriers, and like his his bumper pull trailers are only 130 bucks. It's about as much as the the ones that you would get from China, but it's yeah. like it looks so scale. It look like legitimate trailers. Like it's got a wood deck. Like he uses like legit wood for the deck, but like the frame, everything but the tires is 3D printed. It comes with like to me a trailer tires. Okay. 
and the gooseneck like tell me that wouldn't be sick just pulling it you know with the you know what i mean like you could Pretty fit sweet. like you could fit like two cars on there yeah and they're like i think it's like 200 bucks for that one but the one that i really want it's like 300 bucks it's it's a full on carrier, like it's crazy. But but I think I'm gonna end up getting like the two car gooseneck for like two hundred bucks. So I'm gonna have to okay. I'm gonna have to hit him up and and see what we can uh, what we can do. But right. but no, it's it's yeah. So my bench has gotten a little crazy. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think if there's anything else that I'm like in the immediate future gonna get. <laughs> well, I gotta get all the. I I still need um body, um the wheels I have on the way coming on the way. Um, a buddy of mine actually designed some wheels to look a little bit like wheels that are, uh, you know, out in the in the full size world. So, um, those will go on the pre runner. I'm gonna okay. go with Proline for the tires, and then I have the Proline body on order at JJ Custom, so it should be here hopefully by Friday when I get paid. So nice. I'll have a Raptor body. Um, but yeah, that's I think that's it for now. Um, oh, that's it. <laughs> Really? That, that's well, it. Well, I was so I was watching what Harley was doing. He was doing like you know live builds, and and I didn't want to do a live build, but I just wanted to like have something to keep me busy during the weekends. No, I, the, I I totally understand. I and, really, I it's been a long time since I built a kit. Yeah, I think the kit I, I built like was the was the uh the origin. Yeah, and oh, and that's that's that, my, was, that one's my summer fun. one. That's my summer. One. I'm gonna and but I think. And and don't quote me on this. I think after this grand hauler, or the king hauler comes, and then I get the grand hauler all done up, and the pre runner, I'm gonna be done for a while because I also have a bachelor party to to plan for in Vegas. So <laughs> so I, I think I might be done for a bit, but but I'll get some cool videos out of that, um, yeah, and then we'll it'll play. resume. It'll resume uh, probably in October or September, probably okay. after September. So after I've bought all the presents. Okay. Something, <laughs> I, something new for all the events in October. But what I might do, because thinking about it, I, my little sister, the little, little one, is interested in RC. So she might be getting a trail walker for uh, for her birthday. Okay. So we'll see. We'll see how that goes. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. All right, guys. That's going to be it for this one. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. It's definitely been a really cool one, a really fun one. Uh, make sure you guys follow us on all, in- all social media, the RC Hangout on Facebook. Uh, check us out on Instagram. I'm at Black Turtle Garage. We got at Team Green RC with his uh, new fancy logo that Jovell Design Works made for him. Uh, fancy say. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Jovell Design Works does some good work. Make sure you guys hit him up. Check out his work. If you need a logo done, he's your guy. He, he has some good ideas. Um, okay. But yeah, guys, Thanks. find hey, me on YouTube. Comes. Thanks to Reefs RC. Thanks to Jen Ace. Yeah, and thanks to JJ Customs for being my, uh, being my 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 vice. He's he's uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's he's been my dealer. He's been that you know. So yeah, thank you for for keeping me off the streets, sir. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, guys, that's gonna be it for this one. Make sure you guys check us all out. Um, and we'll next week. Speaking of JJ Customs, he will probably be our guest next week for the show. Cool. So we'll have him on the show. He's been really excited to do it. Um, he would have been on today if it wasn't for the flying cars, guys, because we wanted to get them before the their premiere. But yeah, yeah that's going to be it for this one, guys. Go go pre-order flying cars. Go watch this movie. Let us know what you think. Let us know everything. And uh, yeah, it's it's going to be a good movie. 
Uh, that's going to be it, guys. Deuces. See you. Thank you.